This episode of Video Game Apocalypse is brought to you by Gamefly, and you listeners right now can go to GameflyOffer.com slash LazerTime to get a free month of unlimited games. Welcome to episode 225 of Vigigame Apocalypse. I, as usual, am your host, Michael Raparis, coming to you from the Tyler Wilde Memorial Studio. Who else is here with me? Chris Substitute, Dave Rudden. <laughs> and special guest... Dave Substitute, Henry Gilbert. <laughs> and specialer guest... Oh, Vincent Janito. Yay. I'm, special. I'm, not, I'm not specialer than Henry. No, I mean you're. I'm. I'm more of a regular well, now. You're, than you're, you you're are, actually so. Henry substitute. Oh, yes. okay, okay, okay. Fair. It's fair. where totally the musical fair. chairs have gone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and and Vince's substitute is Steve the dog. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only slightly smarter. <laughs> And uh, Chris Antista, unfortunately, can't be with us this week, but he's here with us in spirit, and this uh, video will pretty much fill in any anything he could add. Uh, <laughs> that Wonderful. Was, that Wonderful. was actually done by Twitter user B underscore Kirby uh, on, on Diddy, so good job. Excuse Dave. me, as an Italian-American, I'm extremely offended. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, maybe that's why Chris isn't here, because we can't have more than one Italian. <laughs> it's true. You might you might merge into each other. It's like a time paradox thing. Yeah, never go full Italian. It's a bad look. Speaking of which, oh, our time top paradoxes, five this yes. week. See how see what I did there? That was completely unintentional, good. actually. Oh. Top five this week is going to be apropos of nothing in particular. Games Perfect. that use time travel as a gameplay mechanic. So let's just jump right in with number five. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yep. It is Brad. It's Brad. Bro, man, I love this game. Damn it, Brad. <laughs> grumble, again. grumble. Damn it, Brad, again. <laughs> yeah, Braid, a.k.a. Puzzle Super Mario Brothers, yeah. but with time control yes. manipulation. Yep. Subcolon overrated. <laughs> oh! Oh, oh shots drops. fired at Jonathan Blow. Might I say <laughs> nuclear bombs have no, been dropped. It, yeah. Oh! oh <laughs> I, I didn't I didn't play the witness because everything I heard about it made me think like I'm gonna hate this. Yeah. But when I watched that secret ending to the witness, that basic spoilers is basically just you should go outside. I was like, ugh, look, how full of yourself are you? Put turn off your game and go outside. Like, thanks, mom, or what? A, what a, what an amazing realization there, John. I was playing this on remote play on Vita, yeah. so jokes on you. <laughs> <laughs> Hank, I can't believe you spoiled this for me. I was going to play through that entire game, and now I know uh-huh. what happens at the end. And... Well, you no, that's still... a secret ending. You oh. should still uh-huh. play through the entire game. I, love, right. I actually love The Witness. Oh, it fine. is a very divisive <laughs> game. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But uh, Braid was kind of unique for being, well, one of the first really worthwhile yeah. Xbox Live games that gradually spread out well, to the Well, yeah, platforms. for a while, Xbox Live Arcade was like, well, this is where we put arcade games. Yeah. And, like, some original games. But, like, Braid was the first, like... 
you know, critical darling. One of the oh, first yeah. critical it, darlings. It one hundred percent signaled the beginning of like yeah. the 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 art house, yeah. the yeah, art house the, indie platformer. The indie like one hundred percent. Yeah, and I'm very thankful they did. Me it too. really did open up a whole new. It elevated indies on a console level, at least, and in a way that nobody had done before. And it also made I, I like that Braid charged what he felt it was worth. I remember people it was 15 bucks I think it was at launch and Jonathan Blow had to like defend it like sure. guys it's worth $15. Yeah. I, I, he, he had to and now yeah. it's it's rare to get but even I like I can a, get Chrome Egg Rally on my I phone know. for uh, $2.99. The, the race to the bottom. <laughs> yeah. Well I mean back then it was but a, Geometry Wars was $5. Yeah, oh, Geo Wars was $5 as was the first uh, Turtles Arcade game but yeah. oh wow then the price kept going up on mm. this thing. Yes it did. Uh, but Braid started out as like it, it's like Mario in a suit, but a little bit slower. But then he gets the, what he called it. Yeah, has has the time <laughs> rewind ability, and as you progress, it becomes clear. It's like oh, this isn't actually a platformer. It's actually a very deep puzzle game, where the object is to get all of these puzzle pieces, and you get a bunch of uh, interesting new time manipulation powers to help you do that. Yeah, to oh. wit. So these weird time bubbles that you can throw up that, like, so if a piece of the environment is moving too quickly, uh, you can just throw down this bubble and slow it down to a crawl while you go off and do whatever's required. Like, oh, f for example, that, that sound effect was just like, there's a gate that drops really quickly. You can, f and behind it is a locked door. You can freeze the gate run and grab the key for the locked door, run back, open the door. And what was really interesting to me, too, about it was that it didn't necessarily follow the typical progression of building. Like, it was like, hey, here's mechanic one. Mm -hmm. Understand that. Here's mechanic two on top of that. Now you have to do one and two together. Here's three. It's like, actually, every world was its own mechanic, yeah. isolated, yeah. Uh, in, a, in kind of a vacuum. And that was an interesting approach, because it was more or less like, hey, we have five or six different interesting ideas for time manipulation, we want to explore each of those in a vacuum to their fullest, so we don't want to uh, kind of corrupt them with the other ones. I thought that was kind of an interesting approach. I don't know. I think you could have made a more, maybe, possibly, an overall more intricate game uh, mm. if you would uh, mix everything, right, uh, you know, from step one yeah. to step two to step three. But they made this very, I, I think, a unique choice that, that a lot of other games don't make, where they're like, no, each one of these mechanics is kind of its own game and its own thing and its own theme. And so mm. we're going to make you grapple with one at a time. I thought it was kind of cool. Yeah, well, and it worked with the each level being kind of a book. So it was yeah. its own It was its own event, not really leading one to the other. I, and, yeah, I, I like that more focus to it. And, too, it's the way... It's the way Blow wanted to make it. I think uh, that, that higher level of intricacy would also mean uh, more people working on it or more time spent on it. Uh, no, fun intended. Uh, but then, so instead they could, uh, the, the more focused on lets them do all the tricks with one tool per yeah. area and then move on to the new tool. Yeah, he did all the mixing with the, with the witness. That was like nice. learning Spanish, and then here's some French and speak them both at the same time. You know? <laughs> and uh, but I guess the time time manipulation was also plot based as well oh, in oh, Braid. Yes. Mm. I mean, everybody remembers the bizarre final level. Yes. Weird music that sounds like music sounds when it's being played backwards. Yes. Mm. 
That's a hint, kids. So were you to turn back time, you'd see a different thing and find yes. out that you were the bad guy all along. Oh, so oh. terrible. Uh, is is it a decade old now? Was it 2007? Yeah, I think it was it's 2007 or 2008. Yeah, it's um, about a decade yeah. old now. Yeah, well, it was one of, of those yeah. Summer of Arcade things. I yeah. miss Summer of Arcade. Oh, yeah, what a great event. Yeah. Microsoft totally bring that back. Yeah. But yeah, Sony Met- kind of does something similar, and for a while I think they were giving you like, sure. oh, you get a discount yeah. if you buy all the games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, uh, oh, 2008. So, yeah, 2008 so the, one of the things that yeah solidifies that it's 2008 is that uh, Soldier Boy did a review of it. Do you have the audio? <laughs> for it? Ah, I don't. Uh, I, I'll send you the YouTube link. It's really good. You messed oh, okay. up. Dude. I loved. I, I love this review more than I think I love the game because I, I played a bit of the game, but not enough. I think more than you love life itself. Yes. Oh, Soldier Boy, yeah. the, the preeminent. <laughs> oh video game man! Hey, boy, And they got this game right for people who smoke or people who drink. Like if you drink beer and you get drunk, or if you smoke weed and you get high, and you just anything. <laughs> like if you if you just be getting fucked up, <laughs> they got this game right. Oh no, this shit called Braid. Oh no. <laughs> Points in the game, you just walk around jumping on shit. It looked like Mario in the future, and it's Mario in a business suit with his hair dyed orange. <laughs> 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 I was 12 when he did this, yes. by the way. That fucking, uh, I, I forgot how great that I, was. I love I that. I hope that Soldier Boy and Jonathan Blow met. At some mm. point. Oh my god. They'd have to. It, would be, it would be perfect. Would yeah. you yeah. like to smoke some marijuana, Soldier Boy? <laughs> two, <laughs> two perfect life forms. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, if I was, and, and then do a fusion dance together. <laughs> if, I was, if I was working in PR, it's called Soldier Boy. <laughs> <laughs> if, if I had worked at Sony Soldier when they Blow. were. <laughs> If I'd worked at Sony when they were promoting The Witness, I would have tried to do an ad oh, with yeah. the two of them for The, oh, the Witness. Oh, yeah. my God. Somebody failed on the PR team at Sony there with The Witness. It yeah. messed up. So, maybe boy, that boy. maybe that would have undercut yeah. The Witness's uh, <laughs> subtle marketing. Yeah, that, but, uh, just a tad. Maybe uh, just a tad. And, uh, well, in Braid 2, the, the art was done by um, one uh, Tom Tommy Edlund, uh, the, the, one of the co-creators of... Super Meat Boy and creator of Mining of Isaac. Oh. He, did the, he did the art for Braid, and then a year later they did Super Meat Boy, which I love much more than Braid. I don't like all this thinky bullshit. So much in Braid. Less... I don't want to jump around. Yeah, Su- Super Meat Boy is much less up its own ass than Braid. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I say that lovingly. Yeah. I love Braid, but you know mm. it's a little up its own ass. <laughs> yeah, but though, especially in 2008 on consoles, you didn't that artsy fartsiness was special. It, yeah, it, it was. still kind of is. Like it. Though the 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 postmodernness of Braid and its story of like oh you thought you were saving the princess but maybe you're actually the one and defeating the princess like that kind of postmodernness is a bit basic now compared to what we see in other games and and the kind of like meta storytelling they do sure. but mm-hmm. it was it was right, way ahead of its time in 2008 at yeah, least it was, on console it was right along along the same time as Bioshock as well which yeah. was also meta in that way and kind mm-hmm. of interrogating the act of play. Um, so yeah, like you said, like now it's kind of like oh, subversion one on one. But then it was kind of a big deal. Yeah. So moving on, uh, if the, if the fifth entry is that good, I can't yeah, imagine how minute. great the rest are going to be. Oh god. Number four. Hey, where do you think you're going? Who are you? You aren't going yeah. anywhere. Over there. Stop. Stand Stop. Stand Stand so Any guesses? Bioshock Infinite. Nope. Quantum oh. Break. Nope. Uh, the one level in Titanfall? Two? You're, you're closer with one level. Oh, one one level, but not in Titanfall 2. Hmm. Oh, um, is it Dishonored? Yes, Dishonored ah. 2. Yeah, 2. Yeah. 
So in the clang of the sword is what gave it away. Yeah. Oh well, uh, yeah, it wouldn't be tight. So in Dishonored Two, there is a point where you go to the house of this uh, eccentric rich guy named Aramis Stilton, mm-hmm. and he you find him there. Like the house is completely dilapidated, mostly abandoned. It's a ruin, and he's just like this insane old person. Is like ah, someone's coming. Ah, what happened that night was terrible, and you have a brief interlude with the outsider who gives you something to help you fix things. The void is leaking through a pinprick left behind by Delilah's little trick. Take this. Imagine it's a kind of timepiece. Go and watch the Duke and Delilah. See for yourself what they did. Dishonored 2, maybe not as good a game as the first Dishonored, but Mm -hmm. it had some amazing set pieces. It was like the mechanical transforming mansion. Oh my god, the Clockwork Mansion is one of the best level, contemporary level designs in, Yeah, yeah. I think that's out there. And Stilton's Mansion is also extremely cool in that you are navigating around this dilapidated ruin and you have this device called the timepiece and you can hit a button and flip up this panel where you can see through to the past, three years ago, and then you can freely travel back and forth between the present and the past. You can change things in the past uh, to to affect the present. For example, in the present, the whole place has been taken over by these horrifying wasps. Uh, not blood, blood wasps. Blood wasps. Yeah, not white you. Anglo-Saxon Protestant. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> That's really. Scary. They're pretty That's bad that, too. But that would no, uh, <laughs> like there's there's just these huge hives that are blocking off part of the house, and you can go into the past, sneak around, and discover like, mm-hmm. oh, three years ago, among the horrible things that happened this night, uh, somebody like just left an infected carcass that they found uh, in the larder and all these blood wasps got out and took over the house. So you can find that thing and before all the eggs hatch, you can just drag it into an incinerator and then there's no wasps in the future. I like that. Yeah. And it's it's filled with just a bunch of those little things. So like where where Braid had time manipulation, this is actual time travel, jumping back and forth between two different eras. Cause and effect. Uh And better still, you can jump into the present where there are almost no enemies and use that to sneak around uh, behind enemies in the past, jump into the past, and then immediately kill them. So it's like oh. ultra stealth. Well, you know, that was the... Uh, Titanfall 2 is not yep. on this list, right? No. That, no. that was also uh, the mechanic of just one level, but a really great level of Titanfall the, 2. The, the, I never the, got to that point. The penultimate level. Uh, to, to me, like that level was like, that level was the reason the everyone peaks. lost their mind yeah, over, yeah. over that game. Like, the reason everyone's like, oh my god, Titanfall 2 is one of the best shooter campaigns in the last five years. I'm like... <laughs> It had one level yeah, see, that was that was that was probably one of the best levels in in, in the last five. Yeah, years. Yeah, we're sure. on the same page with that. That was yeah. my that was my problem with the campaign. That like like oh, this is a cool level, and then they break your toy at the end of it. Like oh, I guess oh, I don't boy. get to do that the rest of this game. Then and then they take you to a new level, and it's a whole different set of toys. And then yeah. it was just. They, they, it was really just a collection of levels. It definitely did not flow one to the other. But the, the time totally travel, agreed. the time travel thing in that was good too. It, it had the same deal. Of like it was even more so. Of like oh, there's no floor in the present. I'll go to the past and walk yeah. on this floor. Mm-hmm. Oh, but there's lots of guards in the past. Okay, back to the present. Oh, I'm oh there's lots fire. of monsters now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really cool. But but there wasn't the cause and effect. There weren't really puzzles like the Dishonored one you mentioned of like getting rid of a corpse that mm-hmm. it done. you couldn't change you didn't the really timeline. change the yeah. timeline right. at all in it, yeah. unlike in this I changed the past but what will be different 
mild spoilers, depending on what you do in that, you can not only, like, you can choose to uh, kill a guy or just say, like, hey, bad things are going to go down tonight. Uh, you might want to leave, like, right now. And And depending on what you do, one of the other characters who is maimed through most of the story might be made whole again. So the stuff that we've seen for the quasi-sequel that's coming out soon uh, is indicative of how that went down according to canon. Dishonored's so good at that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's right. kind of like a reverse of Crispin Glover and Hot Tub Time Machine. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> you've seen the movie, you'll get it. Sure. All the fans yeah. of Hot Tub Time Machine <laughs> yes. are laughing so hard right now. <laughs> All those top Hot Tub Time Machinists. Yeah. And also, <laughs> I'll watch anything Clark. Hot Tub Time <laughs> Machinists? Yes. Uh, I mean, I'll watch anything Clark Duke is in. Also, so. slightly less spoilery, this chapter ends with a confrontation in the past however indirect with the main antagonist any small reminder do not underestimate this woman wait you are hidden but i know who you are i know when you are you've come to watch me return and someday i'll come for you well, Damn. yeah, that's kind of what she did in like the first chapter yep. of the game. Yep, that's she a sure pretty did. that's that's the mark of a great villain in a in anything where they go like, oh, you think you got me? I already got you. Yeah. Like I I outsmarted you at every turn. Yeah. You thought you were three steps ahead. I'm five steps ahead. She is a great Fuck villain. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. She is a great villain. She is really good. And uh, although that is kind of was kind of difficult for me to understand. Like, wait, where did she come from? Why is she important? And then like. <laughs> Go back and play the DLC for Dishonored, the Brigmore Witches. And oh, yeah. it's like, oh, okay, that's why I was expected to know about her already. <laughs> mm. And th- that's really good, by the way. Everyone should go yes. play that. Right now, stop listening. Go play a game. If you don't get this, I'm going to put you through a fucking what? wall. I, uh, <laughs> sorry, the the opening. I have wrestling on the brain because that sounded ah. like the opening of a wrestler's anthem. Oh, it does. Yeah, no, no, no. yep, yep. It sounded just like oh. Kevin Owens' theme. Well, I'll give sorry. you another Finn hint Ballard. then. Yeah, Finn Balor. Yeah, sorry. Most people think time is like a river. The I love this game. Yeah, but I have seen the face of time, and I can tell you, they are wrong. <laughs> That is the wonderful Jake Gyllenhaal starring uh, <laughs> Prince of Persia, Sands of Time. But I, 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 I have a special place in my heart for that entire series. Oh, yeah. But Sands of Time is my favorite. Sands of Time, yeah. I think, best, is, yeah. is, is for my money the best story so in that series. They're, they're all fantastic Is this games. the most time travel Because I thought that they all... Kind of they all mechanic, well. Your, this uh, is the most time travelly, and, and, and this was the one that kind of introduced that concept, which was so amazing at the time of just being able to rewind to erase your mistakes. As a yep. gameplay mechanic, it was brilliant because you needed. You were going to make a lot of blind jumps that you were going to fuck up, and you mm-hmm. needed the ability to say, like, oops, but it can't be unlimited, and it wasn't unlimited in the game, but you needed to have a lot of chances to test out, like, can I make it to that other pillar? Nope. Okay, backwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and also... Uh, it was a great plot point of just getting the Sands of Time dagger causes all these things to go wrong. So you've got the prince. The prince kind of goes through a real character transformation oh, yeah. while he's fighting uh, off-brand like, Jafar. That, that, was, <laughs> that was a big reason why this game was so good and so compelling is that 
This character starts off as just like this brash, cocky, like, I'm fighting for glory. I'm a big jerk. Mm. And uh, through contact with uh, Farah, the princess, he kind of gradually softens and he actually uh, matures as he loses clothing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, as his shirt wears away, uh, he becomes more of a, put, of a put mesh. Put that in your back pocket for a future list of games where the hero's costume gets destroyed as mm-hmm. it goes along. That oh, yeah. one, Ar- all the Batman Arkham games. Uh, Ghosts and Goblins. Ghosts and Goblins. Sure. <laughs> but yeah, his, his, as he loses his clothes, and actually when he when he loses his, uh, when he is deflowered by Farah, that's Ooh. when she—that's when she steals the not the, the the blade of time, and he, you, just like him, can't turn back time anymore. So you mm-hmm. have to take some real risks, and it's it's a lot scarier when they take away that that safety Your net superpower. You have. And and I also liked how they use time as a mechanic of when you would get to a new area. And then the blade would show you, the Sands of Time would show you kind of a preview of the whole thing, mm-hmm. like super speed, like, okay, here's where it all goes in order. Can you do it? Can you do that? Did you see it all? Give it a try. Like, mm-hmm. It's also cool because it's kind of the the beginning of, like, the, the whole Sands of Time mechanic gives them, uh, gave the developers an opportunity to start experimenting with the, the question of, what is death worth it? Like, is death <laughs> interesting? Is death meaningful? Like, mm-hmm. let's. What? What if we could soften the impact of death? Not so much to be less punitive, but just to waste less of people's time. Mm-hmm. And uh, and this it, it began there, but a lot of games after that started started kind of approaching that in different ways. Like either making death just not a thing, like it's just okay now you just restart and you try that again, or doing something artful with it, like say prey, the original prey. Oh, yeah. Um yeah, this was the beginning of experimentation with death mechanics and that was really cool. And I, in the in the Prince games after that really used they, they had new variations on time with the similar mechanic, but they just didn't do it as I, I didn't like it as much. I think the best one to use it was actually the um Interquel, uh, what was it? Warrior Within? Or, no, the, no, um, the the one that came Forgotten out, Sands. Forgotten Sands, the yeah. one that came out with the movie that technically takes place between one and two, where yeah. they get back. But it's not a movie based game. No, I no. want to say that it's completely <laughs> different. And there's also a Wii version that is a completely different story wow. yeah. from the 360 PS3. But one. Forgotten Sands fucking rules. Yes. Like it is. Yeah. It is the closest thing to the true sequel to Sands of Time, and it uses time in a really cool way. One of my favorite bits is. The just time stoppage, and you can use it mm-hmm. on the waterfalls, perhaps, oh, yeah, and jump really between cool. waterfalls. But also, like, I need to jump through this one waterfall, but then stop time immediately to land on a solid waterfall that's right behind it. And uh, I mean, it's a quick-ish game. It's like under ten hours. For and when it was a sixty-dollar title, I get some people maybe didn't want that, and also maybe they weren't all that energized by the Jake Gill- Gillingham. Maybe they didn't <laughs> want to buy it, but. You can get it for like a nickel now, probably on Steam, and it's really, it's really yeah, great. I seriously recommend it. And yeah, Sands of Time. Also, you probably can get it for free with like grilled cheese, but it's, it's really, <laughs> it's a really awesome game. It I, is. It, it is. got re released. Thanks for spoiling the game deal segment. Uh, well, <laughs> it got re released on the PS3 in an HD collection, but I don't think that ever went beyond the PS3. I, I'm, I'm sure. Mm. I bet it's on Steam as well. It is on but, Steam, yeah. and if not, it's on UPlay. I know that for sure. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> Everybody knows. Everybody knows that. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> anyway, number two. Uh. 
This game is so damn good. Is this yeah. fees? This is Fez? Super Time Force. Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> my Forget God. This. God, it's so the good. The most time manipulation of time yes. manipulation oh games. Oh, my God. With the best, like, action hero casts ever. It's assembled. such a radical game. Nice. Yeah. Like, it is It is yeah. creating your own time loops on the fly yes. in order to solve puzzles and solve combat, uh, yeah. combat What is it? Encounters. You get, like, 60 seconds to run each mission, and then you, you keep adding to the timer? It, with yeah. yeah the, the, the timing is a little bit different for every, uh, for every stage. But, yeah, mm. generally speaking you have uh and if you're not playing on like the hardcore mode you can bring back like any given uh member of your cast can come back an infinite number of of times the the interesting thing that happens when you go to hard mode is that so normally a character dies Mm -hmm. and then what you do is you 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 bring in a new character we said the title yeah yeah, super super time Time force and it's like kind of like contra meets uh when you beat a level in uh super meat boy and they show you all of the all of your Uh, like runs at the same time right right, basically like but they fight alongside you when you die you get to rewind and then if you kill the enemy that killed you before it can kill you the the previous Mm -hmm. life you can collect that life and then you'll fight together as a yeah. single character. And, and everything that you do will then, like, so every time you die, everything that that character did, that you did with that character up until that point, remains mm-hmm. when you rewind and play back through it. So you can mm-hmm. play off of it, you know, and uh, and kind of count on it yeah. to, so to help you out. So a lot of the boss fights tend to devolve into, like, <laughs> okay, I'm doing as much damage with this one character, I've hit the end of the timer, or I've died, <laughs> rewind to the beginning of the fight, do a ton of damage with another character... Until there's like you know a dozen characters on screen wailing on this boss, and then they, you take it down in a few seconds. Yeah, exactly. Because and you actually have to do that because the the time limit is way too short. Like even if you play perfectly, you can't beat. Uh, you can't even come close to beating a boss with. And that's what I love about Super Time Force is be, is because a lot of games, especially true of time manipulate of games with time manipulation mechanics. It's there to be interesting, and it's kind of there yeah. for you to use as much as you please or don't please, and you're you're still going to kind of get through the game uh, either way. Uh, Super Time Force was like, no, you actually need to comprehend and exploit this mm-hmm. mechanic to the fullest degree that it can be exploited. There's no, there's no like, hey, this is our twist that makes us different, but if you don't engage with it, it's fine. You can just play it like Contra. The game will not let you play it like Contra. No, no. You have to do, you have to engage fully with this time, with this, and wrap your brain fully around the idea of this time manipulation in order to succeed. Yeah, and that was a gutsy decision to force you to do that too, that they, they could have taken it easier on you, but mm-hmm. they wanted you to use that mechanic to the fullest extent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that sort of dedication to the time manipulation bled over into the plot where like you're you're nominally the good guys, but really it's just like, hey, something bad has happened in the past and I think it would be cool if we changed it. Uh d- go change it. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, we can stop this asteroid from killing the dinosaurs. Go do that. <laughs> well, I, I also love the hyper '90s aesthetic. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. including the, a dinosaur you can play as. Basically, mm-hmm. Denver a skateboarding dinosaur. dinosaur. Yeah, yeah. it says Kookabunga. Yes. In fact, I have a clip. We did it, Mezami. You guys, I can't believe we just killed the Blambot Nuka drone that was masquerading as the asteroid that killed the dinosaurs and totally saved them from extincting. You guys, look. Ah. 
<laughs> the game, the game is like Ready Player One for the '90s, but not yeah. crappy. That that <laughs> was like a character getting shot in the head and then immediately respawning because time. Yeah. So, <laughs> also in the cast is Dolphin Lundgren, who is a dolphin. Yep. Oh yes, and Squirty Harry, Squirty who Harry. is like, a piece of poop. Yep, yep. yep. And uh, if you play on the <laughs> PS4 version, Super Time Force Ultra. You can unlock uh, Shuhei Yoshida, Shuhei Yoshida as a character right. who, who tweets, uh, <laughs> likes at people, hearts. Um, there's also Galahad from The Order, mm-hmm. and oh uh, the, the character wow. from Journey, who's just like ah. a bunch of indecipherable uh, That's the best symbols. thing anything involved with The Order 1860. <laughs> <laughs> I completely forgot yes. I owned but, The Order. But like I, that. I'm I, so sorry, man. Well, yeah. no, I got, it, I got it for free in like a, a, I'm still sorry. a PlayStation Plus thing, but uh, yeah. I was just going through. I had bought a new hard drive for uh, an external hard drive finally for my PS4. Mm-hmm. So like, I'm going to download every game I have. Mm-hmm. And so I have my full PS Plus library and I was going through I was like, Oh, the order! I, oh yeah, that was a game. That <laughs> oh, was supposed yeah. to be their next uh, big uh, franchise. And then you're like, yeah, maybe, maybe just not download this one. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I, I don't want to hit my ba- uh, I, I bandwidth. Want, I don't want to bother on... Comcast with this. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> nice. Uh, I also love that. Yeah, the PS4 version is Super Time Force Ultra or SDFU. Yes, <laughs> partially because that was like. A bureaucratic thing because it had been on Xbox Live yeah. first, and at the time Microsoft had a deal of like, if you're on us first, then you don't go elsewhere, mm-hmm. or you this version can't be elsewhere. So they're like, fine, it's the it's the Ultra Edition. It's not the same, but uh, anyway, yeah. Um, but I did love. There's there's not a lot of sound clips in the game, but I do love the PSAs and the the animation that they did to support it. Oh man, don't do it! But I really wanna. Davy, don't. Wow! Super time force. Of course you want to jump that pile of burning tires, Davy. So what's stopping <laughs> you, bro? <laughs> I could get hurt real bad, or even die. Always remember, kids. Life, she is for living. <laughs> and if you die, just rewind time and try the whole living thing all over again. It's just a, <laughs> it's just a very dark uh, play on the old G.I. Joe. Yeah, like, I love that. Hey, yeah. kids, what are you doing? Oh, don't do that. That's unsafe. <laughs> Learn don't. to handle pots properly. That, that's how I learned not Pork to... Pork chop sandwiches. <laughs> I, I learned not to swim during a lightning storm. And that was ah, the big. Yes. That was a big. Li- or and also, what to do if you get a bloody nose? I learned to always eat what something do do for breakfast, even if it's a peanut butter sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> uh, with a bloody nose, you just apply apply pressure and then and then wait for a parent. Yeah, Why, thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll be sure to do that. <laughs> it was probably the only time they'd ever have blood on GI Joe. Oh just yeah, for that PSA. That's right. People get shot at, shot at with lasers mm. all the time. Nobody ever actually gets shot. They on all that miss show. all the yeah. time. Yeah. yeah. What is even the point of having guns? <laughs> uh, I mean, look, GI Joe's really just it's 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 all a play on the on the military industrial complex. That it, both sides are just doing it for the money, mm. man. <laughs> but I think the PSAs were all just like them showing up to give bad advice to this kid mm. at various stages in his life and since he doesn't have a time rewind ability each time he appears he's more and more injured. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me of I think my favorite episode of uh, Invader Zim 
where Zim is trying to kill his enemy Flake Skeech. What's his name? The uh, anyway, Fib. Uh, yeah, Fib. He's trying to kill his. Wow. He's trying to kill him, and he's doing it in a time machine. But he finds out the only thing he can throw back in time is a, a stuffed pig toy. <laughs> so he throws it back in time, and it keeps injuring... Dib, that's it. Dib. It keeps injuring Dib. Uh, like It's like, oh, Dib, you're taking your first steps. Then he falls down, and then he loses an eye. Or oh, he's, the, or he has, like, he loses an arm. Or all these things happen to me. And, oh. and Zim's like, okay, I can kill him with this last pig. It'll replace his heart during heart surgery. <laughs> uh, but then... His father realized he should make Dib into a bionic guy. And so every time he sent a pig back, then his dad in the past would add more stuff to him, making him even bigger of a Terminator. It's <laughs> it's a really great episode about oh, time nice. travel. Yeah. Look it up, kids. It's about time. Ah. <laughs> oh, shit. I think he just gave this episode its title. <laughs> Nailed it. Except the last one was It's About Me, so uh, it's a little <laughs> That's weird. That's a theme. Well, if then the next episode is called It's, it's About Whatever. Yeah, it can be, your, it can be like your friend's time. thing. Oh, you know, your yeah, friend's yeah, thing, yeah. like the one about, the oh, one right, about, yeah. yeah, the one with the... Yeah, I, I all the stick to You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome, guys. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Thank Special you. guest star. <laughs> Special guest star and uh, style consultant. <laughs> Thanks, guy. <laughs> anyway. Better be what I think it is. Oh. Yeah. At- You'll notice I'm starting each of these off with the sound of time travel. Yeah. Oh, I see. I mean, this is Chrono Trigger, right? It of, can't course it of course it is. Of course yeah, it is. Yeah, of course it is. It is. Uh, I. There was one of those retweet uh, things of retweet your five favorite games with this quote mm-hmm. tweet and. I had to put Chrono Trigger in there, and it is, it's, it's in, I saw it on a bunch of lists today. It is the ultimate, to me, it is the ultimate RPG of its It's a very special game. It's, it's, it is. It's a very special game. It also was the, it it was the super group of RPGs, Mm -hmm. uh, JRPGs of its time, because uh, in 1986, Dragon Quest started. Three years later, Final Fantasy started, and they had always they had been in competition for years. And then Yuji Hori, the creator of Dragon Quest, he decides he wants to work with the uh, with Square Soft to make a game with them that would have that would do something crazy new, but would do also what they do so well in Dragon Quest and in Final Fantasy, and that is Chrono Trigger. And it is it was so inventive, it took all these cool tricks they've been doing in both Final Fantasy and Dragon Quest games and put it into one, and then wrapped it around a time travel thing that completely changes the way you would experience a game. It's it's so crazy. Can you recognize what this sound is? Uh, that's uh so that's that's uh um that's the first time they turn on the portal. And it starts to malfunction. Well, that's the first time okay. they they, lo- they start up the epoch. Right, right, right. And then and then this is the winds blowing of um, oh jeez, uh, oh right, uh, um, at Ma- at Magus's castle, in front of Magus's castle. Uh, yeah, I don't think it's I don't know if it's in front of Magus's castle actually, but it is uh, just the first time they find the epoch. They start it up, travel through time. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not like the when the portals first malfunction oh, okay, at, okay, at, okay. at the carnival mm-hmm. or at the right. millennial yeah, the fair. Millennial, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the yeah, it also and what are millennial fairs killing? Millennial next? fairs. <laughs> <laughs> 
I I liked uh, yeah. I also liked that the game kind of fed on millennial fever, which was going on in the nineties of just imagining like what you K. What will the year two thousand be like? If only we knew. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, the, the 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 idea of time travel was such a great function of the game that instead of taking you to different continents or different areas of the mm-hmm. world, you just went to the same places but millennia apart yeah. or millions of years apart. And in it some was cases. similar to like Dishonored that we talked about earlier in that you could go back in time and like have someone plant a forest mm-hmm. and then you'd go back to the future and the forest would be yeah. complete. And there were, those were mostly as choices that were presented to you, right? It wasn't like yeah. fully dynamic yeah, but yeah, still, yeah. it dealt with those things and you it was know, the was, first yeah. game to do it. It wasn't like level. Fable let you do where you could like right. plant it Exactly, and, come and then it becomes a forest. Yes. Like, yeah. Yeah. This yeah. isn't time tra- <laughs> travel related per se, but it is kind of something that I didn't really experience in a game before, and now like it's kind of a passe thing in games where your choices do come back when you have that mm-hmm. trial. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think yeah. you st- you're still guilty, right? No matter what you, you do. You have to be found guilty for the yeah. next boss fight to happen. It's, it's, but you, but it's yeah, a, they'll, they'll tell you it's, things you did. It's like, all a trick. Right. Like, did you steal this thing at the fair? Did you do this? Mm-hmm. Did you, did you help all these people? Yeah. Like, well, the Millennial Fair is such a great opening yeah. of just like you can goof around for hours yeah. there before you can start the Fight story. Fight the robot with yeah. what is Gato. it? Gato, Gato, Gato who has yes. metal joints. Yep. <laughs> I will give you five. I love points. Gato's theme. It's so good. <laughs> I don't have Gato's theme, but I do have another robot's theme. Ah. And I cast you. <laughs> and you, of course, all know what that's based on. Yes. Yep. Stop the podcast now and say what's <laughs> <laughs> The entire countdown has just been a very, yeah. uh, I mean, a very extensive rip roll. A very elaborate yeah. rip roll. At this point, I think every person on the internet has been exposed to that song at least once. Yeah. I looked on like the YouTube for like Rick Astley Vivo, mm-hmm. and it has like 300 and something million Which plus views. Also, it, it was, it, that video didn't even pop up, I think, until like a year of Rick Rolling. Mm-hmm. So there, mm-hmm. there's other... So there's like Rick constant Rickrolling yeah, going on, even in 2017. And so, yeah, the, the songwriters, uh, the composers of Chrono Trigger definitely did rip off uh, Rickroll. Yeah, but man. it was... Uh, or, uh, I it was a thing that at the song. time, just like Earthbound. Yeah. 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 Or Parappa the Rapper with well, Cam. People <laughs> didn't think anybody would listen to the... Like, they figure it's a video game that's not going to be noticed by anybody. Yeah. The, the, the owners of this music won't care. Yeah. And surely, who will care about the music in this video game? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. I, yeah, that, the, that cast was also really cool. This is for cool. children. Yeah. <laughs> you get to have a robot and a frog in your party. Oh, yep. And a cave woman. Oh, cave woman. And yeah. a space magus. Mm-hmm. Dude, who's yeah. like that. If you play your cards right and decide not and to And a spiky hair dude. Come on, who's going to kill him? He, you know he's <laughs> I mean, it friend. is a possibility, right? It's the only way to bring back Chrono, man. Yeah. Spoilers. The, when that happens, how, like what is it, like halfway through the game or something? Mm-hmm. Where like, it's like, surprise, the antagonist is actually going to join your party because he's yeah. not the antagonist. Mm-hmm. After, that was like, I'd never seen anything like that. After you saw... Well, I'd also never seen the lead character, the clear lead character of the game incinerated before. Like, he, <laughs> right. he, he, is, he is left to nothing. And... Now I probably... I've seen it too much and stuff that I'd be like, ah, that's a cop-out. But I really like the idea of like, no, you have to... To make the timeline complete, you do have to make it look like he died, so you have to replace him with a perfect doll and then replace him in the timeline so 
seemingly it was it was something too they couldn't change the timeline too much there was also cool little tricks in the game i mean you could leave robo to cut down an entire forest for basically yep. centuries which that all that always seems slightly cruel to me and just like well see you, robo it'll be a long time for you well it's kind of like with that that futurama episode with bender being yeah. left in like the 50s and then they like dig him up in the desert like a this, thousand years the later. same thing happened to data after he met uh, mark twain on star trek oh wow this guy won't <laughs> shut up <laughs> and uh uh, but also the like, you could go back in time and be generous to uh, this this rich family, or be not generous to them. And if you aren't generous to them, they're going to charge you a lot for a key mm. item later. Mm. And if you are nice to them, then they'll give it to you for free. And then Trump becomes president. So ah, <laughs> that's a real moral quandary no. there. Uh, or uh, or you were able to work that in somewhere. Yes. <laughs> or one of the most heartbreaking scenes in it is, or not heartbreaking depending on how you do it, is when you can go back in time and either save the mother of oh, yeah, uh, yeah, save yeah. The, oh, god the character's name I completely forgot it now it's, um, but you can go back in time and save her mother save a character's mother from being uh, handicapped or you can fail at it and like my first playthrough I failed at it and and you can also no. go to the end of time where there's yeah. almost nothing left but a mm-hmm. lamppost <laughs> and uh, yeah it's uh, it, it just to let them be so creative and let them tell a story in such a different way that you never see them do in games before that you could you couldn't go to all time even though you had a time machine you could only go to like seven different timelines pretty much yeah. but and I was young at the time relatively young i mean i guess let's see chrono trigger is 92 90 right yeah, 90, yeah. Uh, no, no, yeah, 96 in the u.s 95 japan okay so it's 96 so yeah i'm not that young i maybe i maybe um i'm 18 at that point but mm. but even still um you know what's what's interesting i would venture to say it wasn't only a unique idea for games it wasn't maybe a, a unique idea in terms of literature but like not a lot of not a lot of pieces of fiction made time a place yeah you know, time yeah. itself a place and that was a very interesting idea to from just from a sci-fi standpoint that was an interesting idea to play with and i don't think a lot of mainstream science fiction had 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 uh had quite done that yeah. mm-hmm. and uh, and to the, the 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 story of Magus and also Frog, like their journeys, which you get to see through different angles. Like you get to meet Magus, then you get to meet him as a child, and then you get to see him again, knowing his tragic backstory. Mm-hmm. Then that's all thanks to time travel. Or oh my God, the the dystopian future you go to, where there's no food, but people have machines that that make them stay alive but they're like I'm always hungry but I know I don't need to sleep and I technically don't need to eat but I'm always hungry there's just no food and, never horny and then, <laughs> and then you have a cool and then you have a cool motorbike fight in it man Ooh. oh yeah the motorbike yeah. fight so- this was the second RPG I ever played. Really? The first was wow. Earthbound, so it's a good one to punch. Yeah. Uh, the Downhill from there. <laughs> well, yeah, so the fourth RPG I played was Wild Arms. Fifth was Suikoden. Sixth was Final Fantasy VII. Wow. Uh, the one outlier is the third RPG I ever played, which was Beyond the Beyond. Oh, oh my god! Oof! Oh, you, that is that is literally the shit in the you, shit. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah! I, like, like, I actually avoided that at the time because everybody said like, "No, this is no good." But it was uh, like that was the first play Wild R- Arms instead. Yeah, because you had to wait so long for, uh, for like what? an RPG on the PlayStation. Yeah, like, yeah. 
Uh, look, I, I just need something. I need man. something, right? I, these first two games look, are so good. I just need something. I remember considering Quest sixty four uh, because I wanted ooh. to play something on N sixty four so bad. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, Wild Arms was a great uh, way to pass the time until mm. until the real RPG showed up. It was mm-hmm. nice. It was fine, but it was yeah. more of a stopgap. Uh, it was the the only it was so the, unbelievably brown. Yeah, <laughs> I love that theme song. Yeah, though. great it's, theme song. Yeah, uh, but. The, the last thing I'll say about Chrono Trigger, other than that you should play it, and that the DS version is the ultimate version of it, if I were to... It just has so many extra tools and toys to play with. Well, the aspect ratio is right. Uh, <laughs> it's better than the PlayStation version. Oh, like, yeah. 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 Well, it, this was one... I, I don't think I actually... loading in your 1995 RPG? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I actually played Chrono Trigger until it came to the DS. Uh-huh. And then, mm-hmm. you know, in recent years, I've been thinking, like, well, why didn't I play Chrono Trigger? Why didn't I play Earthbound? And then I remember, like, oh, right, I was a teenager with no money, and these games were, like, 60 yeah. to $80. Hey, sure, hey, yeah. I, hey, look, those cartridges had a lot of mags. You got to pay all, all the mags. mags. Yep. And uh, also the Chrono Trigger, if you like Chrono Trigger, but you haven't played Dragon Quest V, and also six. but Dragon Quest V, when I finally played it... Did that it, even when, come to the U.S. originally? It did. No, no, no. Uh, Enix, the corporation, Enix USA stopped existing during the Super NES time, mm. so you got you didn't get five or six. When they finally put out five in America on the DS, when I played it, I was like, holy shit, he, this is what he worked on before Chrono Trigger. Like, this has all these ideas from Chrono Trigger that they would then mm. improve on and refine, but Dragon Quest V is still amazing. It's actually my favorite Dragon Quest. And, cool. Uh, and it's still available, still in print. Ooh. And, uh, and uh, though I'll, I'll guess on more about Dragon Quest in the news mm-hmm. section. All right. Well, I think that's about it for our top five. Yeah, so we're gonna. Should we're out of time. Yes. Ah! Tell everybody that this was a time travel segment, and uh-huh. Chrono Trigger is actually number five. Uh-huh. Number one. <laughs> we set this out of order. Uh-huh. Uh, if Who you didn't you? like it, just rewind and yes. see if you get a different result. <laughs> <Who knew? laughs> you know what? Actually, delete it. Download it again. <laughs> and again, and again, and again, and again. Okay, yep. At least ten times a person. Eventually, it'll change, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, all right, so we're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll talk about some news, some new releases, some other stuff. Stay tuned. We're going back in time to save ourselves. No one else can do it. No one will come and hell. Going to freaking change the course of time. Powers of the lion and the zebra combine. Old man and young man. Dead man and live man Zebra and lion oh, yeah. Fixing all humans Let's get scratching Thank you fine folks for listening Hope you're not too bored You know what the perfect solution is for being bored and always has been? Goddamn video games <laughs> That's why this episode is brought to you by Gamefly And just so you know you listeners can go to GameflyOffer.com slash LazerTime and get started with a free 30-day trial of the service. What is Gamefly? It's like Netflix, but for games, you should know that by now. You create a queue, they ship out uh, two to three games to you, it's up to you. You play them for as long as you want, ship them back, and they'll just keep on shipping stuff from your queue. This is a great way to save money on not only playing a bunch of new releases, 
a bunch of old releases, because not only does Gamefly have over 8,000 titles ranging from PS4, Xbox One, Wii U, PS Vita, they go all the way back to the original Wii, the original Xbox, PS2 in certain cases. I know, right? And to sweeten the service even more, Gamefly allows you to buy a game back. Have you kept it out for a long time? Do you want to just keep it? Are you that settled into the multiplayer? You can buy that game back from Gamefly at an extremely reduced cost, and they'll send you the box and manual as if you purchased it anywhere else. Once again, you don't have to take my word for it. You can get started with a 30-day free trial for yourself by going to GameFlyOffer.com slash LaserTime. You like Laser Time shows? Then you might like Bonus Time, Laser Time's weekly bonus show exclusively on Patreon.com slash LaserTime. Here's a taste of what you've been missing. Well, I did see one movie this week, and it was Argo Man. Yeah, yeah so, we, did, we did. Let's talk about yeah, that. Yes, so Henry and I uh, saw the uh, Mystery Science Theater live tour, the oh, Watch yes. Out for Snakes tour. I, I went to the bathroom during intermission, and when I came back, all the lights went down. I have no night vision because I oh, took man. Accutane, and one of the things it does, uh, yeah. aside from making you kill yourself, apparently, <laughs> is it destroys your night vision, so I'm like, oh, fuck. All the seats are full. I can't even just jump into a random seat. Thankfully, you guys saw me, and oh, I ran okay. up the stairs with a full beer. I didn't spill a drop of it either. Oh, that's um, good. Uh, you, you all saved me. You saw me looking around like a dumbass. Get bonus time, Laser Time's weekly, full-length, uncensored, and ad-free Patreon-exclusive podcast, as well as full-length movie commentaries, wrestling and cartoon video commentaries, the first season of Talking Simpson, and more at patreon.com slash laser time, starting at just five bucks. You'll help us live, and we'll do our best to help you never be bored again. And welcome back to our second segment where we will just dive straight into These are the new releases they are releasing newly. These are the new releases everybody them. The Long Dark is mm. finally coming, uh, leaving uh, early access mm. as I live and breathe. Full game <laughs> on PC, PS4, Xbox One. Uh, despite the fact that I think I bought this like three or four years yeah, ago, yeah, it's been it's been quite the wow. journey. Yeah, for, for yeah. This game. I haven't heard. I haven't heard. Like I, I looked it up this week this is, and it looked yeah. really neat. So but I, it's yeah. it's a. Sort of a walking simulator, but also oh, uh, for like Alaskan wilderness survival thing, oh, okay. where your heat and and food are constant uh, concerns. You're trying to survive a trek through the wilderness. Yeah. You're getting eaten by wolves a lot. They're checking all my uh, boxes. They've added a story mode, or apparently that that even despite all this time mm-hmm. is going to be episodic. So the first two episodes are now available. Mm. Huh. And, uh, you know... Well, they don't call it The Long Dark for nothing. Well, I guess, so I guess not. I, I'm assuming the name The Long Dark means it's at the time in Alaska where it's night all the time. I think so, yeah. yeah. Which is the reverse of Insomnia, one of my favorite yeah. films. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and are also the plot of um, the that vampire movie, which mm. was... Oh, yeah, 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 30 Days 30 Days of Night. Days of night. Yeah, yep. that's it, yeah. Well, it was a comic book <laughs> first movie. Well, yeah, yeah. Um, and speaking of walking simulators, Tacoma. Yeah. yeah. Woo woo. It's uh, Gone Home in Space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same, same developer. Fulbright yep. made yes. it. Say, yep. Yeah. I got to, I played a demo of this at uh, Day of the Devs last year. Right. Uh, the, the nice event um, Double Fine does every year in, in San Francisco to advertise. Did just really boost a bunch of indies. And yeah. it's, it's really cool. And so I got to play it and meet, um, uh, Steve Gaynor and Carla. What a good dude Steve is. Uh, Steve Steve's great, but Carla's also awesome too. It was it was it was really cool meeting them to finally tell them like I was 
that that I was instrumental in. I didn't review the I didn't review Gone Home for Games Radar, but I was the one who approved our freelancer giving it a ten. And uh, it was really cool just to meet them and tell them how much I, I loved Gone Home and how I was really looking forward to this game. It is a good feeling to be able to talk to yeah. people who've made something. Uh, that's like a special place that only people who work in the games media generally yeah. get to mm-hmm. do. Is like They get to walk up to someone who's made something that, that kind of changed their their life or made their made made their month or their yeah. year. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's a pretty cool thing about it. But on that topic, though, what's strange is that Tacoma isn't really getting the kind of scores that you would expect. No. Um, I mean, it was, a, it was sitting at an 81 on Medicare. Which is yeah, solid. Like, again, I'm, solid. I'm not saying that's bad, but for a game I, that was a critical darling like Gone Home, I am that's one, a little bit surprising. Well, I've also seen people saying, it was 79 right now, but I've also seen people saying, like, this isn't quite what you got from Gone Home like there's not a personal connection between your character and the mm-hmm. narrative you you are just watching it's this a, unfold it's a much tougher act to Gone Home is about like visiting your parents place in like Portland or something and, yeah like, it's it like, to- seeing your little sister's diary and this in is like Oregon uh, yeah and this is something in space that I have no idea well about. no uh, the, the, the plot like, is I'll be honest for the longest time I got this and Adrift confused yes <laughs> they, yeah. they are kind of similar in, in well I I think uh, maybe the issues with it, I haven't played it yet, so, uh, but I, I haven't played the finished version yet, but I think some of the issues I was reading was that it, it feels a little more unfocused or that it got bigger, but not necessarily better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They definitely had more money and a bigger space yeah. to deal with and more tools that, they're, uh, uh, that they could use. But what I liked about what I played is that it's in like gone home you are a stranger arriving to this place you've never been to before and and there's a bunch of uh, visual storytelling yeah. around you to tell you something happened here and you need to figure out what yeah. but then when you find the logs instead of like an audio log or a piece of paper you read it become it is a record of everybody in the room doing stuff that you can play play forward move backward mm-hmm. except they're all kind of like multi like single colored stick figures that walk around and so it allows more characterization through less detail instead of seeing every character as a full human you're like no this pink stick figure got mad at this blue stick figure and then the purple stick figure walked in and Hmm. told them to get back to work and it's all these scientists on a job and there's something something happened with the ai is what i assumed and and the tacoma space station what else is new yes yeah (laughs) Uh, though I think too that they're going to find out that several of the astronauts are just on a trip, <laughs> and then another one just left with their girlfriend. Well, it definitely <laughs> gave me the feel of like 2001: A Space Odyssey or Solaris, both versions of it, like those types of films. And and I'm interested to play through too. I was also shocked to it showed how my way of thinking of like, oh, okay, cool new indies out. I, I'll get it on PS4. And then I remember like, no, it's a PC and Xbox One game. It is not on PS4 at least yeah, at correct, first. Correct. So, which was a surprise. But I, I, I'm I'm happy Fulbright's got a second game out. I know they've, they've been working on it. And they had, in case you don't know, Fulbright also they 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 were t- uh, several people who had worked on Bioshock Two, specifically yep. the Minerva Dan DLC, yeah, which yeah, was really amazing. Great. And then they went on to make Gone Home and now this and. Uh, yeah, I I really liked what I saw. I'm gonna play the, those those iffy reviews to me, and by iffy yeah. I mean like eight. And of course, an yeah. eight is the worst yeah. score in the world. I'm assuming sure. sevens and eights. And I don't like, yeah, I don't mean to really sound good. like that it's guy not... who's like, oh, it's getting these horrible reviews. But yeah, again, no, no. Like, you know, with with Gone Home getting nines and tens, yeah, you know, no. I. I uh, I'm surprised. Not surprised. I mean, of course it happens. I, but like, I think it could also be 
when Walking Dead season one came out, it was like, oh my god, it blew my right, mind. Yeah. Walking Dead season two, it was sure. like, yeah, all right, yeah, more Walking Dead. It's true. Sure. It's good. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. yeah. It's good. Yeah. I like this game. Yeah, of course, yeah, of course they're just incredible. Of course they're just, yeah. their yeah. storytelling is just on a whole other level than everyone else's. Well, and then, of course this Pixar movie's amazing. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Well, right. and Tacoma's also following, uh, you know, there were a lot of, I hate the term, but yes, walking simulators between yeah. Gone Home Don't and now. Don't hate the term; it's useful. It's, a, it's okay. Yeah. They, I, I feel it like is, the it, people. It, I feel like the people who create those games have now taken ownership of that term. And yeah, it's okay. I, I'm still getting over it. That I feel it was a term created as a pejorative for people who probably. Hate sure, but sure it was. Who gives a shit what those people think? Come yeah, on, fuck they them. should call it walking simulators that end in a neat twist. <laughs> yeah. I, Firewatch did that. Too. I prefer it's when true. there's it's when true. the twist is no twist. Like technically, yeah. Gone Home had no twist. You get. Yeah. Thinking there was yeah, I keep twist. I keep wanting to do a thing with like games that have no twist that make you think there's a twist, but then the, the no twist, twist is twist? like there's like oh yeah. no this is completely mundane yeah. Yeah. and uh, there's nothing supernatural say, or scary going on. Just dance. Thought there was going to be the twist. Yep, there wasn't the twist. There wasn't in the, it. the twist. There wasn't the twist. <laughs> what, what I like. Maybe in, there is a twist. My dad, I don't know. I've never played it. My dad, who won a twist <laughs> competition when he was a young man, totally heartbroken. <laughs> <laughs> when when I played Gone Home the first time, the twist I was waiting for was a depressing one of like. All right, and then they find out she killed yeah. herself, and then they find out she killed herself, and they they keep yeah. they they trick you multiple times of like, oh, there's blood on the on the in the bathtub because she killed herself. And you better pick up this cardboard crucifix yes. you there's found a, in the crawl space. A point, because, let's uh, go to the attic last. There's a yeah. point in that game where I where I was just a nervous wreck because yeah. I, I I was just rushing up to, up to that up to a certain point in that game. I was like taking everything in, and I was like, nope, there's a person about to kill themselves in the attic. I have to get there. Yeah. yeah. And uh, then they weren't. But I, was I, I do love that the the PS4 version adds an achievement for like doing a speed run. Mm-hmm. So like if you can if you can get to that secret compartment and run upstairs, yeah. to the attic that, get yourself hurry. into the attic. That is what happened uh, when the game came out. And, and at Games Radar, we gave it a ten. At PC Gamer, uh, which was right across the hall from us, uh, the person who reviewed it was the then EIC Logan Decker, mm-hmm. and he when he reviewed it, he hated it at first because. He immediately found that panel and then just went upstairs and it was over. And he was like, well, what's so special about this? I was yeah. like, no, what don't. The fuck <laughs> is this game? Yeah, he, he just got lucky and found that panel on wow. dumb luck. It's, it's, it's not that it's locked, at least in that version of the game. It wasn't locked at the beginning until you read a thing and it unlocked. It's yeah. always unlocked. Anyway. Yep. Anyway, Tacoma. Yeah. Cool. Like, yeah. What was it? A, I think it's 2013 when Gone Home came mm-hmm. out. Because mm-hmm. I only played it when it came out on console. They're, they're so a small, like a, yeah, I know. Like a, like a noob, I'm uh, sorry. Well, yeah, you <laughs> had to wait for Midnight City to kind yes. of make it and then shut down yeah. before they released it. But uh, bless them. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, Fulbright's a small team, and, they, and Tacoma is a better yeah. looking. And I mean, team. to even get it published, they had to do some sort of exclusivity. Mm-hmm. So. Sure, gotta deal, gotta deal with the devil sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Microsoft. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Not, again, I don't mean, I don't mean that as a pejorative against Microsoft. It's just like you know, you gotta, you gotta yeah. be willing to to yeah, yeah. to make deals in order to make deals. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, this week out on PS4, Patapon remastered. Oh yeah. Wow. So oh, if if, if you bucks. like me, huh? It's fifteen bucks. I think so. Yeah. yeah. For PS Plus users, yes. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. Uh, Twenty for not. Uh, 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 but it I mean. For, if, if you're oh, no, like wait, me, sorry, it's 15 and then 12. Let yeah. me interrupt you again, Michael. Okay. <laughs> uh, sorry. But uh, I, I enjoyed the first Pat Upon, but then I kept trying to play it on airplanes, which is the exact yes. wrong environment for that. Oh, God, yeah. it's the worst. Uh, but now you don't have to be yeah. on an airplane. You can play it while tethered to a console. Yeah, excuse me. Can uh, you shut your baby up and try and play a rhythm game? <laughs> uh, it's very important if, if, if I drum out 
pon pon pat a pon or pat a pat a pat a pon because it'll move them forward <laughs> or make them throw spears respectively. Can I speak to I the captain? Baby dick. Yeah. I want to speak to the captain. He needs to turn off the yeah. right engine. Turn off the <laughs> engine so noise. I, I cannot play my game. This is ridiculous. Uh, yeah, uh, this and Loco Roco got are getting some PS4 re-releases. Yeah. So yeah. people who didn't yeah. own a PSP can give these another shot. They were fine little games. I mm-hmm. think people people who were PSP fanboys who knew no better were just like, uh, I am a to- and I am a total careful. Nintendo. Yeah, I'm fucking a to- careful. Like, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, if you had a DS, you had a million games like Patapon, then they were all better than Patapon. You did not! That's a filthy lie. <laughs> I, I would play, Rhythm, like, I'd play you, Rhythm Heaven 800 times before Patapon. Oh, yeah, you know, if you would play Rhythm Heaven 800 times before Patapon, then I would play Elite Beat Agents oh, yeah. a thousand yeah, times hell before yeah. Theater Rhythm. Hell yeah. Like, E-B-A. E-B-A. <laughs> uh, Pan was fun. It was. Uh, it was. Yes. Yeah. It's I like, don't like a little like rhythm RTS, yeah. which I don't mm-hmm. think is something that has ever been attempted since. And I love those no, little like so Pan characters with the one eyeball. Yeah. yeah. They're cutely designed in yeah. the same way Loco Rocos and, are. And they have. So they like, ever get a PlayStation All Stars two? God willing. Uh-huh. <laughs> Fingers crossed. They should be yeah. in it. They have those rival <laughs> characters who are like, oh, those greasy eyeballs are back. Fuck. <laughs> And the kids, the, now the kids can play them again. If they didn't have a UMD drive, now yeah. they can finally mm-hmm. play this game. Oh, yeah. I, I, I am definitely behind more games that require a UMD drive. Oh, 100%. Coming back, yeah. like, I, I'm moving in a week. Oh, and God. so and so I just, me and my girlfriend, we just, you know, we're going through all of our old stuff. And we just uncovered my old wow. PSP. And <laughs> we were just like, oh, my. Got any UMD movies yeah, you want to give yeah. me before no, you go? I, actually, I do have some UMDs. If you want them, we'll talk about Three it. Three episodes of Family Guy. Four episodes <laughs> of Beetle Bam. I'll take them. UMDs, if you're like a game journalist, like there was a period uh, in the mid-2000s where I swear to God they bred. Yeah. yeah. Like you get a bunch of them and suddenly like, I don't think I had this many UMDs. Yeah. There's like at least three times as many UMDs in this box that I remember Well, I can attest there. to that. I was like, we opened, up, we opened up a box and we were like, what the hell? We, we don't yeah, remember right, having yeah. all these. And, and start, half like, of them are falling apart. <laughs> yeah, like, how do yeah. I glue them back together? Yeah. When I started at GamePro in, in 2006, uh, my cube was completely ep- empty except for one drawer in a desk, which was just filled with old UMDs. And I'm like, well, I'm never going to touch these. Closed yeah, it. That was, that was my experience, too, at uh, Games Radar when I started in 2008. The PSP was basically done. Yeah. Not really, but yes, it was. But uh, So I just got... Like tubs of US uh, of UMDs were just <laughs> sitting around. Like, no, we don't want this shit. <laughs> Even Michael, the Sony editor, didn't want that. And I still have a huge pile of them at home, and it's more than I oh, should man. probably have. God, I loved that system you, so much. Yeah. I remember. I remember. I will never play it. Do you again. play fetch no, with Steve with them at least. You will, Throw you the you UMD right? across the room for Steve. No, see if you'll catch it. He doesn't deserve UMDs. He's a very bird his tummy. I remember you had to like go through all kinds of ridiculous backflips in order to format video to play yeah. properly on it. So I, I went through like all this trouble to like all the hottest movie trailers. Like, yeah. like, like the Sin City movie trailer had just <laughs> had just dropped around the same time as the PSP. And I remember like, you know, running it through a Kodak or something to, you know, encrypt it the right way to get the PSP to actually well, recognize it. I need to see this at 540p. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Right, exactly, exactly. And then but, I would show that to customers. I was at, I was at GameStop at the time. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. I would show that to customers and be like, hey, 
oh my god, you want to go to see this movie. But uh, B, I'm like, look how sick this thing is. The Take PS- all your TV episodes on the plane with you. Let's go. <laughs> the PSP would always make you jump through this ridiculous, these yeah. ridiculous hoops oh, to like, the worst. use media like, yeah, uh, it was well, who remembers custom soundtracks in Grand Theft Auto? Oh my Auto? god, yeah. You right? to, like yeah. Liberty make City extra- and Vice City stories. Yeah, yeah, like, like Make a new folder, maybe set, yeah, save well, it as a different file Here's type. the thing, yeah. that the PSP was capable of playing MP3 files, yeah. and they could have done that, but like, no, you had to... I think upload them to a specific server where, like, yeah. you no, you would actually have to like take a CD. Had it done like a new program and have it, it verified by a server, which would then let you download files yeah. to GTA. It was it was the same nonsense with with video stuff, man. It was like you had to you had to encode it in some wackadoo yeah. weird ass way. Otherwise, it just either didn't play or it played mm-hmm. all screwed mm-hmm. up. Like you know, like I had to go through like like I had a whole. Memory stick filled with like the hottest game and 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 like it was it was the best movie trailer I had on there was Sin City and the <laughs> and the and the game trailer I was all about at the time was the trailer for the original Prey, wow. and that was like yeah. I used wow. that to sell pre-orders of I, Prey. To I think being excited for trailers of Sin City and Prey is possibly yeah. the most two thousands <laughs> thing that has ever <laughs> happened on this show. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah me the PSP was on UMD uh, on PSP on UMD yeah yeah, yeah. I I was a P, I was a PSP hater possibly because I am still I am a Nintendo fanboy I or I do of course Nintendo you are. and so it defines you so when the DS came out alongside the PSP I was I was worried of like oh man they're gonna beat Nintendo and then like a year later I was like I, I can't believe I was worried. But the PSP's fine. Mm-hmm. I barely touched it. I'd never owned a PSP. But when I got a Vita around launch, that's when I started playing all these old PSP mm-hmm. games. And I was like, yeah, 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 these were pretty good. Yeah, yeah. all right. And, and as much as a dedicated, like, unique uh, medium mm-hmm. is like, kind of, like, stupid for a lot of reasons for consumers, I have to say, one of the coolest experiences ever was, like, I went, I went to Tuscany with my family for, like, three weeks. And I was married at the time. And, like, me and my ex-wife... Like we watched, we were there in Tuscany in Italy. But like we, I had my PSP with me, and we watched Sin City. Wow, you know, like <laughs> on my yeah, on my <laughs> yeah, yeah, share a glass of wine. Well, that was just so cool, and that was special in a pre-iPhone world. I think yeah, exactly. Particularly yeah. that's that's the key context yeah, it there. Could that, be crawling up the yes. walls of San Henry, Can we at least get you to admit that a UMD movie is better than watching two episodes of SpongeBob on a GBA yeah. card? Oh yeah, <laughs> I love the remember GBA that? card. Remember that was great. Yeah. Wait, what? You don't yes. remember this? Yeah, they they GBA. Video. GBA yes. video near near the end of GBA's lifespan, people found a way to. Well, I mean, you just put a video file and yeah. upload it to a yeah. cart. You go to Toys R Us, like pay shit. twenty bucks. Yeah, and it had like I've yeah. never heard of this. They had this po- Pokemon episodes, SpongeBob, SpongeBob. episodes, <laughs> other Nick, Nicktoon stuff. It was yeah, that's funny. You, you'd see him. Yeah. You wouldn't even see him in the game section. Really, you'd yeah. see him in like the the video just, section. Yeah, it was basically like they took episodes of SpongeBob and then put it. In Final Cut, and then like exported on the lowest setting like four times in a row. Yeah, yeah. So it's like it looks like shit. Right. It's like barely better than static, but you you could actually watch cartoons <laughs> on GBA. It's insane. That's funny. Wow. Anyway, anyway, bitch oh, technology. Oh, uh, Retro City Rampage is coming to Switch. Yeah. yeah. Oh, right. cool. Yeah. I'll no, buy that. I just yeah. got a Switch. Retro City Rampage is really cool. I it uh, I it's I, really cool. I, I was. I, I played it a lot uh, cool when, video uh, game. when it came out on the Wii. Or actually, no. It came out on the Wii, but I played it on Steam. One of my rare Steam game mm. playings. But it 
it's great that it's on Switch. It is a perfect place for it to be. Switch yeah, is a great yeah, place absolutely. to play. This is like, like the Dragon's Lair of this generation. Where it's like, this is on <laughs> sure. everything and yeah. anything. Well, and it started as a guy making a GB... Uh, what if GTA was on the NES type little, yeah. little Flash game? And then he just grew it into an entire game. And now he's about to make a whole uh, a sequel-ish to it uh, about Hawaii. And right, uh, right. Uh, Hawaii right, yeah. is Shakedown, I believe. Yeah, Shakedown yeah. It's, it's very clearly patterned on... Miami, yeah, it's uh, well, it's the same. Hotline dude. Miami. It's a, oh yes, that too, and it's it's one of the Nindies. So you right. call it a Nindy. Ah, that's what Nindies. those are called. Nindies. Ah, yes. I, I never got around to Retro City Rampage when it first made its release. That sounds like that sound that sounds like something that will maybe it break was. the stranglehold that has been Heroes has on me. Because uh, Jesus, oh, I, don't um, play that. I am so far down the rabbit hole of has been Heroes. I, I think that's an under underrated gem on that. System. I haven't played enough of Retro City Rampage because it was on Wii originally, mm-hmm. but uh, it is really good. What I have that played. that's another it's super fun. That's a big uh, plus I'll give to that uh, developer too that like lots of people would have said I'm not putting this on the Wii and I'm definitely not updating it on the Wii in 2011 but he did it he told his he told the fans he didn't even like kickstart it you know it as a kickstarter backing thing so did he, he do it he by himself people, or did he have a team and if he had a team it was a small team it's, it's it was a very small development i remember him being like really upset about the xbox live version mm. like didn't mm. make a lot of money or like that it was like probably the hurdles that he had to face on xbox and if you love the 80s nostalgia i mean the yeah. cover art is Who a guy doesn't? coming out of a, a delorean, DeLorean yeah. shooting yeah. A, uh, a a zapper an well, a zapper. dragging a doc brown slash rick lookalike <laughs> with him yep did you just finish reading ready player one and you needed <laughs> some more yeah I'd rather play Ready Player One as a game than as a book. Whatever. Oh, I'm God. re-listening to that book. I think it's fantastic. The dialogue is terrible. Wow. But that listening something about that book it really inspires me. Like well, I want to write it, my own book that's better. Isn't than it this. read by Will Wheaton? This is like Will Wheaton. Yes. This is like one of those rare things. So like I remember an old um, an old librarian friend of mine who was a literature major. Mm-hmm. She blew my mind when she told me that she loved Twilight. And you have similarly <laughs> blown my wow. mind. Of all the people in my life, oh, I would think that, that would love Ready Player One. Uh-huh. Michael Raparez is not. <laughs> here's the thing. I, I love the world. Uh, the, the nostalgia is really interesting to me because it's not my nostalgia. It's the nostalgia of someone about six years yeah. older than me. Uh, Wait, how old are you? I'm I'm almost forty. Okay, you and I are the same age, right? 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 Yeah. yeah. So so we were like too young in but the eighties. This, this is like yeah, right, right, right. TRS yeah. eighty Dungeons of Daggerath, uh, <laughs> like Atari. Like this is all stuff sure. that I was aware of growing up, but like uh-huh. was never into. So right. it is interesting to kind of see that perspective. Huh. And uh, yeah, like listening to it again, like man, this dialogue is like insufferable but listening to Will Wheaton do the audiobook like oh him, Will Wheaton does the audiobook yeah, he, okay he acts it out and it sounds like this sounds like teenage bravado when I switch back and forth between that and like the Kindle version it's like this reads like something a teenager wrote but <laughs> but then like hearing him act it out it's much better no I can so, totally see how that would, have, that would draw you in I have very complex feelings about this and and I'm like re-listening to it in an attempt to like say like okay everyone thinks this is really bad I really liked it what am I missing? How wrong that's, are you? That's that's yeah. in, that's interesting. If, if only you had a a, a a weekly podcast if only. where you could discuss that with people. <laughs> hmm. 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 <laughs> anyway, Dave, it's your oh time to shine. Oh God, do it, Dave. 
do it. Take my advice and do as I say. Save a little money for a rainy day. What are you buying? What are you selling? <sighs> All right, so I have a little bit of pressure. Chris usually handles this segment, right. but this week's... doesn't need to be said. Yes. You got this. You All right, got this. this week's Dame Gills. Mm-hmm. Fuck! Oh. <laughs> I already blew it. <laughs> Can we start over? I want to be a baby. Killing it. Dame. All right. <laughs> Killing it. All right, so uh, August August's Games with Gold uh, were revealed. We have uh, for Xbox One, Slime Ranger you can get now. <laughs> Uh, and sure. starting August 16th, sure. you can get Trials Fusion, which is really good. Yeah, oh, better. my God. Trials Fusion is yes. godlike. Yes. has one of my favorite video game songs of this generation. So good. Welcome I to mean, the future. I mean, it's no Trials of the Blood Dragon, but it's still really good. It is uh, really good. That's, that's basically yeah. how they do That's that's That is Microsoft in their games of the gold of, like, one, one meh, and yeah. one meh. And the Xbox 360 games, the one that you can currently get is Bayonetta. Hell oh, yeah. Nice. Uh, and the one that will be on August 16th is... Is uh, Red Faction Armageddon and mm, the bad one? Yeah. Is it? Wait, no. I thought. Well, I feel like people Gorilla like is the good. No, uh, I didn't. Oh, like. Gorilla! You're right. Gorilla's Gorilla the one. Yeah, Gorilla's the one. People like. Yeah, yeah, Gorilla's yeah, the good one. And then yep. they made Armageddon too soon. Yeah, 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 yeah because yeah, yeah. because they had to get it out in time for a Sci-Fi Channel movie. Right, right, also, right. THU so, had to so get it out s- before they died. Before they died. I started playing Gorilla again recently on Steam, and like, yeah, this is still super fun, but it's almost like Lego games in that I. Need to constantly bash things until I get uh, <laughs> the the nibbly pibblies. Yeah, the, uh, the nibbly pibblies. But I did. Lo- I love that about Gorilla. But that's Armageddon fucks all that up by like being okay. You, I know in Gorilla you love being above yeah. ground and smashing things. Now it's a but, shooter again. But what if you were below ground <laughs> and could barely smash anything? And because. Because if you smash something, you might lose the critical path. Mm-hmm. Then they had to give you a toy that remakes everything. Ah. So even smashing stuff doesn't matter because you instantly rebuild it. Huh. Yeah. The, the only plus I'll give Armageddon is that when they put out the game, they advertise that there's a black and white mode in it, and then Ooh. they and then they actually pay. That's racist. Uh, they they license <laughs> the Aha Take on Me song for <laughs> oh, the commercial. Sweet. So is it like uh, pencil test, like with Turok? Yeah, uh, with the yeah, wireframe. It is, it is. It's not just <laughs> nice. black and white color. Nice, it is, nice. Yeah. And so I don't know. Play guys, Dave even. was speaking. Well, yeah, those those Sorry. 360 games you can also download on your Xbox One because every Xbox 360 game is backwards compatible that they put on Games with Gold. Uh, in terms of Xbox Live deals, uh, you can download Limb- the Limbo Inside Bundle for 50% off, so it's 15 bucks instead of 30 Yeah. Uh, and Tekken 7 is 20% off at $45. Oh, just fucking buy it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So good. Uh, and Absolutely. If you have EA- it's got a VR mode. Yeah, PS4. Dang. Yep, do it. Well, you can't do that on Xbox uh, One. That's true, very sad. uh, on Xbox One, EA's access, you can get Titanfall 2 for free now. Cool. Good. Yeah, yeah. We were yeah. just talking about how just play through that campaign yeah. at least. No, the, you the can't quit after you get to. The I also time would assume travel. at yeah. this point, like, how when did that come out? Like late uh, last it year, was last October year, October last year. Yeah. So the multiplayer maybe not so robust at this point. Yeah, look, yeah. but everybody people already stopped playing. Everybody that game? Uh, yeah. raves about the single player, so yeah. play that. Yeah, yeah. I, honestly, you can you can keep playing after the time travel section. Just know it, it peaked there. Yeah, it does peak there. But there's lots of lots of nice spectacle in mm-hmm. that game. BT is a cool guy too. I yeah, like BT. yeah. I'm down BT. Uh, we also you know I mean? <laughs> just had the PlayStation Plus games revealed. 
this month's PS4 games are Just Cause 3 and Assassin's Creed Freedom Cry, which is like Hell yeah. yes. It's like a standalone DLC it's for a, Assassin's Creed 4. Yeah. Cry, I, I think it, it started as a DLC. No, it's Freedom okay, Cry. Okay, started as a DLC. It is now a standalone. You play as Adewale and uh, go around... Uh, Raiding slave ships to free the captives, mm. and because uh, he was a slave yeah. right. originally, yes, he worked raiding on a, slave ships, not raiding sugar them. plantation, huh? Not rating, Ra- not rating them. No, rating no, no. Them. rating. I rate them. this one a zero, and, and I don't it, like it, it doesn't. This, this, this one gets two out of five monocles. <laughs> <laughs> it does introduce an interesting mechanic in that you have to be very careful when you're attacking. Uh, flotillas of slave ships that you like take down their guarding ships and you don't do too much damage on the ships that are carrying the slaves because that'll kill them you need to free them and then recruit them into the maroon war effort to secure independence for haiti i I remember when it came out a lot of people were really uh praising the story of saying like these are stories that games don't tell you know if you liked assassin's creed 4 which i is is my favorite assassin's creed game uh, my favorite non etsy you will like freedom cry Mm. a lot Mm -hmm. i'm i'm happy to finally get to play it for free i uh, that's how i feel with most games now just like if i wait long enough it'll be free yeah (laughs) play assassin's creed 4 play freedom cry play assassin's creed rogue yeah all excellent. I am kicking all myself. very nautical. Like, I bought Just Cause 3 like maybe two or three months ago oh. for like for like 15 bucks. But I'm sure, sure it's like, not bad, but still. What a, a chump was I. Hello, yeah, I am Rico yeah. Rodriguez. Yeah. I am a warm Italian oh. stereotype. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so on PlayStation Plus for PS3 is Super Motherload and Snakeball Truck. Uh, and on Vita is Level 22 and Downwell. And the latter of which oh, is down- PS3. Downwell, yeah. Is everyone Wait, loves I lo- Downwell. Love yeah. that on the iPhone, uh, but the Downwell is also PS4 compatible, so you yeah. can download it on that system. I actually didn't know it was free on Vita right now. I'll yeah. totally be downloading that when I go home. Uh, Downwell loading it. Downwell loading uh, it. <laughs> now, now we're loading. Hey, uh, uh, PlayStation Plus has a Ubisoft sale that I believe goes Ubisoft, to Ubisoft. Yeah, please, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Uh, so some of the things I thought were of note on there were uh, Ghost Recon Wildlands for thirty six bucks. Oh, so wow. good! Nice. Assassin's Creed Ezio Co-op. Assassin's Creed Zio Collection is that? How uh, it no, you Zio. know it's not <laughs> for twenty five bucks. Watch Say it right. Watch Dogs for twelve. And which which Watch Dogs? The original. For twelve bucks, that's yeah, not yeah, bad. Yeah. Rayman yeah. Legends for ten bucks. Oh yeah, cool. get that. Yeah. That's the steal yeah, 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 there. Yeah, yeah. That's the steal there. Uh, yep. Also on PlayStation Plus is. The totally digital sale. Now, this one I didn't know when it was ending, so I apologize if it's already ended. I am a game deals rookie, so please bear with me. Uh, the totally digital sale on PlayStation Plus includes Strafe for twelve dollars, which okay. I got because yeah. that yeah. game is really neat. Uh, the Jackbox Party Pack bundle, which has all three Jackbox Party Packs. Uh, for thirty three dollars, that sure those, those sure are some games. Yes, yeah. uh, they hey, they they have made many a party yes. for for me. They are quite party. Games. And, if and if you you're will, visiting your parents yeah. and you're at a loss for what to do, load that up. You will never run out of Quiplash jokes nope. if you buy the all three games together. Uh, there's also Overcooked for eight fifty. Oh yeah, totally Hell get yeah. that. If you don't have yeah, that yeah, by yeah. now, they'll totally buy that. Yeah, Headlander for three dollars. Mm. Oh, Headlander. Oh, yeah. I, I, yeah. I haven't picked up Headlander, which is pretty neat. Wait for which for which PlayStation Plus? No, no, Headlander is a it's a double fine game, I believe. Yeah, 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 yeah it is. It is. But but what, is it for PS4 or for Vita or for PS4? Yeah, nice. so it's like three dollars for Headlander. Oh yeah, it's like a Metroidvania where you like shoot your head off onto other characters. It's really neat. Got a really cool art style. And I know you're with me on this one, Vince. Uh, 
Enter the Gungeon for $9. Oh, just, if you don't own this yeah. game, what, is, what the hell is wrong with you already? Yeah. Like, just get that game. That is my game of the year for last year, and also this year, because they came out with new DLC it, it's for it. Incredible. So, it's incredible. Yeah. It's so good, man. Get that goddamn game. Yeah, please do. You saying game, uh, Metroidvania reminded me, we, I forgot to mention Sundered, which came out last Ooh, week. Ooh, that's and right. And is, is a really good mm-hmm. Metroidvania. Yep. So go play that. But is it as good as Dead Cells? Mm-hmm. That's the question. Uh, well, I mean, it doesn't have the same uh, roguelike thing, uh-huh. so the, the the labyrinth won't be reset every time you die. So what you're saying is no. <laughs> no, okay. no, Sunder does look really interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's why I downloaded Strafe, because it is kind of a roguelike-ish sort of game. Sort but of. But also Doom. It's a, it's a roguequake-ish game? Yeah. Roguequake. But you can also play Enter the Gungeon quake-like? in Strafe. That's right. You can find a console and put it together. That's right. Seriously? Yeah, mm-hmm. you can, yeah. Whoa. Uh, Best Buy has buy one, get one half off for digital games on Xbox One, including Firewatch, The Witness, Overcooked, and I didn't write it down, but was that half whatever thing you mentioned? Uh, Has-Been Heroes? Has-Been Heroes. That is such an underrated game. It's it's a weird, like, lane-based, tactical, puzzle, combat, RPG, rogue like thing <laughs> like t- totally yeah nothing else plays anything uh like it yeah. it's a little hard to wrap your brain around it first when you start playing it but totally uh a deep well once you start uh mining it mm-hmm. so yeah very much recommended and uh target has a 50 dollars gift card with the purchase of select xbox one bundles including uh the 250 dollars xbox one s minecraft bundle so you can basically get a wow. xbox one for Two hundred dollars that comes with Minecraft. And it's Xbox good. One S, so you get yeah. uh, whatever four K Blu rays and some other cool yeah, shit with that. Pretty, pretty cool deal, though. I mean, you're buying the S knowing yeah. that the X is coming soon. Sure. But yeah. Uh, yeah, but are you gonna spend five hundred dollars on the X? I right. sure as fucking. <laughs> but uh, yeah, if your Xbox One is like dying, or yeah. you're just curious about Xbox One, that's a pretty good way to get into it. Yeah, yeah and maybe don't you'll count, like Minecraft. And don't count out uh, HDR support on the on the S. And yeah, that, that makes quite a difference if you have the set that supports it. That yeah. is true. Uh, thus concludes the deal games. God damn it. You yeah. have this. Take my advice do as I say Save a little money for a rainy day Thank you! All right, Hank, you're taking over Dave's duties uh. this week with... Oh boy, Bobby! Everyone's like not here to save you. Everyone's shifting jobs and doing a bad job. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like Trump White House. But, <laughs> no, 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 I say that there's no politics in the show. Okay, uh, the biggest news to me this week was that the Super NES Classic pre-orders are officially going to be opening up, opening oh, up in late August. <laughs> And Nintendo is promising, yeah. quote, a significant amount yeah. of consoles ready for launch. So yeah. there was a, and they're sold out. There was a brief window of concern after Walmart canceled their pre-orders yes. that they will not be doing pre-orders. Was everybody here tra- caught in the pre-order thing? No. Did we all? I, I, I pre-ordered. I, mean, in I, I, I didn't know about it until after it uh, fizzled out. Mm-hmm. So but one of those rare moments where it was actually in my benefit to be behind the news. But like, yeah. I ignored the NES Classic and I really want a Super Nintendo Classic because it has those three Super FX games. Yeah, yep. that you could never truly get emulated before. Yeah. And so Nintendo at least is finally maybe in reaction to the heartbreak of Walmart, which is 
that was Walmart's fuck up. It's not Nintendo's problem, but now they had to fix it. Maybe they did it to announce, like, okay, seriously, you'll if you're worried you're not going to be able to pre-order it, we will be opening up pre-orders in late August for the system that comes out in uh, October, no September, September. So, and then they say that there's still going to be some ready at launch, but I also heard the depressing theory from somebody of just like. Even if they make triple the amount of these that the NES Classic did, now it is officially the Tickle Me Elmo for scalpers uh, and other people. Fuck. So even if... Better get in on this train early, They're kids. all going to show up immediately to buy it, too. So the speculator yeah. market's going to eat up yeah. all the someone, extras they make. Someone will die on Black Friday. They're all going to oh, yeah. for a For a SNES Classic. I mean, even even with the with the pre-order debacle where they ended up yeah. not... You know, that ended up whole, being yeah. a whole big glitch. There were there were already uh, yeah. scalpers with uh, with with pre-orders for the SNES yeah. Classic. They were, they were selling outrageous their, numbers up. They're guaranteed on Walmart pre-orders for like yep. $200, 300 dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> yeah. So it's, gonna, it's gonna happen. I wish Nintendo yeah. would would do their part in trying to curtail yeah. that, but you know, I mean, all, all I ask is in this Final Destination scenario where somebody's gonna die getting trampled on Black Friday for an SNES Classic. I don't want any of our listeners to go to any store on Black Friday to get no. this. I don't want no. any of you guys to go get an SNS don't, Classic Don't on ever Black go Friday. to Black Friday unless your yeah. grandma drags you there. Except yeah. you, Michael. You can go if you want. I, I, no. I'm just saying. No. No. Sick it, no, burn. Not, no, just, also, fuck you. you. <laughs> uh, Double burn. <laughs> I, am, I, I am with friend of the show, Bob Mackey, though. I'm just like, if I can't. If I can't get it on launch day, and if it is a pain, I am not lining up for it. I am not paying extra for it, and I am I am just gonna buy. I'm just gonna steal the emulation versions of it. Like yep. these Star Fox Two will be dumped on the internet the day it happens, and I have given Nintendo so much money, I do not feel guilty not giving them money for this. Okay. I will always refer back to the immortal words of Dan Savage when he said, "I would not wait in line to eat out of Brad Pitt's butt." Words to live by. Uh, All right, other news. Destiny 2 beta, which is ongoing now, it's coming to the PC on August 28th, which, in case you know, Destiny 2 is coming. It's September 6th for consoles, but the PC version is October 24th. So you're going to be really waiting for that PC version of Destiny 2. Mm. But you'll at least have the beta on the 28th. And uh, then Resident Evil Revelations 1 and 2 is now officially coming to the Switch. Ooh. Which, that's cool. It's, yeah. I think that was... I'm Cap- done with that. I think that shows Capcom has faith in the Switch. It's one of those things like Ultra Street Fighter 2 probably sure. sold yeah. all right. That was a test balloon. Interesting yeah. that the first one was a handheld game yeah. and then the second yes. one was not. Now they're both handheld again. The the, the, the journey of Resident Evil 1 was... Uh, Resident Evil Revelations was to be a, D, a 3DS exclusive that then didn't sell enough, well enough, so then they ported it to consoles, yeah. and now it's coming back to Nintendo. Can yes. I just say something slightly spoilery? Uh, my one big disappointment about Resident Evil 7 was that that cruise ship was not the Queen Zenobia. Mm. Mm. Seems yeah. like uh should have been. Should have been. Uh, my least favorite part of that game is when you, t- as padding, they're like, okay, I'm, I finally got Jill on the cruise ship. She's going to find Chris. Oh, no, wait. I finally got Chris on the cruise ship. He's going to find Jill. Oh, it's it's a duplicate cruise ship. That was, yes, the biggest. No, that was yeah. such a fuck you. <laughs> Just you. like the Dark Knight. But also, it's like, I mean, I guess this is Capcom being cautious that like, mm-hmm. well, we're going to put a Street Fighter on the Switch. 
but it's uh, Ultra Street Fighter 2. We're going to put Resident mm-hmm. Evil on the Switch, but it's not 7. It's Revelations 1 and 2. Yeah, well, I don't know if 7 so can run. The question is, are they going to put their money where their mouth is and put a Monster Hunter on the Switch? Ooh, that is the question. Yeah. And Probably not at this point. <laughs> I really hope they put uh, Revelations 1 and 2 on a physical release. And that they purposely misspell it. Yeah, Revelitons. Revelitons. Make make a reversible cover. And (laughs) that that can say Revelitons. If you... I know a lot of people here didn't want to play... Have an IGN logo, too. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's Okami Wii. They're not good at boxing. For recognizing the joke. Uh, So, I know a lot of people here don't want to put 110 hours into Persona 5, and I get that. So, in 2018, they're making an anime version of it, so you can just watch that, and if it's anything like the Persona 4 anime, it'll it'll just be the story and pretty good. So, I'm only, I'm like 90 hours in, and I'm only to, like, Dungeon 5. Am I a failure at life, Hank? No, 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 you're you're just taking your time. How much, are you, are you goofing around Mementos a lot, I'm guessing, in between? Not really, no. Oh, man. Well, then, yeah, you just you're, suck. You're do- no, you don't suck. Well, you're I, doing, I, I you're doing, you're doing this left- rare thing that no one does in these games. Leaving which is the your- system on pause for mm-hmm. a long time? Well, there's that, too, which a lot of people yeah. do. But what, yeah. what a lot of people don't do, you're actually probably reading all the dialogue. I am. <laughs> yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is, which is I'm not looking down on that. I do the same thing. <laughs> I don't understand how people are like, oh, what are you talking about? It's taking you 80 hours. I'm like, yeah, I actually read it. Oh, well, I just press A. And then in news that's very important to me, Dragon Quest Eleven is now a Officially coming to North America next year. So, Dragon Quest XI just got released in Japan. I have seen so many Twitter accounts of, of like, Gaijin based in Japan. They're, like, <laughs> tweeting out this shit. It's like, this looks amazing. It's like an anime witcher. Yep. It's like Breath of the Wild, but prettier. Mm-hmm. When can we get this? And to find out that it's actually coming is fantastic. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Cool. It's, I, I've watched a couple hours of gameplay on the PS4 version. I am still very... So, in case you don't know about Dragon Quest Eleven, it is it is special in the Dragon Quest series in that every Dragon Quest beforehand, its first release is only on one system. It's, well, yep. it's either the PS2, the NES, the Super NES, the PlayStation, or... Or the DS, uh, or the DS, or the Wii and/or Wii U with ten, but in this case, eleven is coming out on the PS4 and on the 3DS. Hmm. The PS4 version is gorgeous, but the 3DS version is is actually pretty good on the top screen and on the bottom screen it looks like a super nes game you're playing well, two dragon sweet. quests i'm down once. with that it, it's it's I, amazing I would, I would probably import the ps4 version except i like to understand what's going on in my game yeah yeah so that's that's i i watched a couple hours of a stream of a dude playing it and translating live and after a couple hours like no no no, i want this to be fresh but so yeah 11 isn't an mmo is it? new okay. it, but it's also another description i've seen of it is is that it's a single player MMO version like it's definitely a takeoff of 10 which was an MMO but in single player form right, like Final Fantasy 12 yeah, or, yeah, yeah which yeah. was the one on DS was that not 10 uh, 9 9, no, oh, nine okay. was on oh, DS right. they don't make as many of these as fa- Final Fantasies even though it started before Final Fantasy they're only at 11 mm-hmm. uh, and yeah that uh, so 11 came out last week along with the new 2DS XL which really looks sexy but I'm not buying mm. another 3DS I but it really looks nice. No, Nintendo. Henry, no. I hear it's lighter. I know. It's, uh, it's and, lighter and sleeker. And and one of the coolest things about its release in Japan, which I am certain will not happen here, you could buy a limited edition in Japan that came with the PS4, 
PS4 version and the 3DS version in the same box. Meaning you wow. bought a thing that was published by Sony and Nintendo together. They co-published wow. the game in that special edition. Man. And they put the, the bad blood for the PSX the behind time? them. Yes, yeah. Sorry? I know what... Sorry. Can I just get both versions at the same time in one box? Uh, not in America. I doubt. I, I highly doubt that. Mm. But you know uh, what's going to make me buy a 2DS mm-hmm. when uh, around the holiday season when they come out with a special edition Metroid uh, version? Yeah, mm. yeah. The, the mm. 2DS is so cool. The the uh, but the thing that made me most excited about the Dragon Quest XI announcement of localization is that. With Dragon Quest VIII, it was about two years before it came to America after that. With Dragon Quest VII, it was four years before, or three years before we got it in America. Dragon Quest IX, it was a couple years as well. We never got Dragon Quest X. They never said anything about Dragon Quest X. So that when Dragon, the day that Dragon Quest XI comes out in Japan, that they final, that they officially announce it in America, that is progress. That is, I, I don't think Dragon Quest will ever have a worldwide launch because um, the sales have never been good enough in America for them to prioritize it. Yeah. I can see... Right, we hate good games. Not not well, since Dragon Warrior 1, which was given away free <laughs> with subscriptions to Nintendo And didn't 8 do pretty well on the PS2? Was it 7 yeah, it, it, it did. No, 8, right? eight, eight did eight, very yeah. well. It, eight well, 8 did well in, in outside of Japan. And yeah, again yeah. on 3DS. Uh, yeah, and they, they finally... Uh, Dragon Quest comes in waves in America. We got Dragon Quest 1 through 4, and then they took 5 years off. We got 7 and 8, and then they took 5 years off. We got the remakes on the DS and 9, and they took 5 years off. <laughs> and now we got uh, Dragon Quest Heroes, we got Dragon Quest Builder, we got Dragon Quest 7 and 8 remakes, and now we're getting 11. And probably after 11 comes out, they'll take 5 years off. But before <laughs> then, it is a Dragon Quest renaissance, and I am loving it. And yeah, I... I I really, uh, yeah, I, I hope that it comes out in 2018. They say 2018, it gives them 18 months to translate it, but Dragon Quest games have huge localizations, so it's going to take a while. And sure speaking of, happen. yeah. Oh, and last bit of news okay. that uh, Dave pointed yes. out to me. So why don't you present it, Dave? Uh, so EA, Mon- or sorry, Bioware Montreal, uh, who were like the main team on Mass Effect Andromeda, are being absorbed into EA Motive, who mm-hmm. are working on uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2, which is like another sad chapter in the saga of Mass Effect Andromeda. There are still there are still branches of Bioware. There's the one yeah. that's working on um, Anthem. There's the one that's which, working which on Guild Republic. Which suffered its own tra- tragedy. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, the um, one of the developers the lead, passed the, away. The lead, the lead designer passed away. Oh, wow. Away. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Dang. But... Yeah, I mean, I, if you have any hope of, like, DLC for Mass Effect Andromeda, it seems to be slowly slipping Dwindling. away with every single... Which sucks, because one of my favorite things about the previous three Mass Effects was the DLC, which was, like, a great stopgap in between the games. Yeah, it was like, fantastic. I lo- every single game has, like, a really good DLC that you need to play before you go to the next game, and Mass Effect Andromeda doesn't have that, and... Who knows if there'll even be another Mass Effect in any uh, capacity over the next few years? I think they're going to take some years off. Yeah. yeah, maybe maybe wait till whatever the next generation is. Yeah, and just hang out in Dragon Age Land. Or also, now if Anthem replaces it, yeah. then I think that really puts uh, Mass Effect on the back burner if Anthem yeah. takes off. I have a tremendous amount of respect for all developers. I never like yeah. to sound. I, ne- I never like to sound like I'm I'm talking down to one or that I'm. I'm mm-hmm. 
you know negating or looking down on the the hard work i know they all put in like mm-hmm. if you work in this industry you 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 have to respect and understand that but it could not have been any clearer to me when they showed the first footage of anthem and i was like oh the, this, this is, is where, where the yeah. a team was like yeah, I, I hate i hate i hate saying that like i, I don't want to dis- yeah. disparage anyone who put in a lot mm-hmm. of hard blood work you know blood and work and sweat and tears on on andromeda but it was just so clear i feel like they did that franchise a disservice by not giving it the space and the time and the resources it deserves space uh yeah space (laughs) no yeah the spache the the pro yeah andromeda's issues were clear and in a way that i can't blame the i don't want to blame the developers too much for either that it was really clear from the uh, that that are i i definitely believe that reporting that kotaku did on the development of just that they had plans, but they didn't have the time. They weren't given the resources of the time to the do it the way that, that a Mass Effect deserves. Yeah, them. and yeah. I felt like probably if Matt went in the past, Bioware had the sway to say Mass Effect 2 needs more time or Mass Effect 3 needs more time. Yeah. But this Bioware did not have the sway to say Andromeda needs more time because it seemed like if they said, I'm certain they said that, and EA just said, we have to hit this end of fiscal quarter. Sorry, we've got to release our destiny. We've Yeah. We've got to come to market with this. Well, and, yeah, and if you, well, and also, yeah, if you delay Andromeda, the closer it gets to Anthem, then it kind of bites into Anthem. Yeah, sure. So, yep. I get it from a marketing standpoint. It's just really sad that, like, I kind of wish, if they could just go back in time a year earlier, they'd just be like, let's just cancel this Mass Effect. Yeah. Like, we can't. Yeah, let's yeah. just I mean, not do it's- it. An alright game. I've played yeah. a f- couple hours of it, but it's like when the series has been game of the year sure. level yep. for the last three entries, a good like seventy to eighty scoring game like like just doesn't cut mustard. Sure, no, not at all. And that's the news. Yeah. Well, that's the news. Uh, Moving on to the community segment. In a first ever move for the first responder in the forums. Is this one not uh, segmenting the community? It's always segmenting the community, Dave. Jesus Christ. I wanted to make sure. Look, we're all taking new jobs this week. I wanted to make sure. My God, this this beer you've been feeding me is like 6.2% alcohol by volume. Yes. Uh, Simpler times. Jesus Christ. Uh, In a first ever move, the first responder in the forums. Is a video. <laughs> ba, ba, ba. This has never happened well, before. I don't they know how filmed to filmed the video. I'm shocked they did. I technically fast. they didn't. They were they had a post and then they replied to the post with their video. So uh, Gallatin wow. Carhartt apparently didn't have a response this week, Boo. Uh, but Gallatin Garhart did. Afternoon VGA. This is Gallatin Garhart, original character. Do not steal. <laughs> I'm just out here in the middle of the woods, juggling chainsaws, whispering horses, and thinking, thinking about life. You know what else I'm thinking about? My favorite game based on a comic book. I gotta go old school here and say X-Men Arcade. Now, naturally, I play as Wolverine, but with that six-player action, the little woman can play as Dazzler, and there's enough left over for all my little Garhearts. Anyways, that's my thoughts. Y'all take it easy. (laughs) Uh, I like it. Jason. (laughs) <laughs> Thanks, a little deuce, deuce. Yeah, that, that was a very <laughs> loving tribute to our, one of our favorite commenters. Yeah, although the the, the uh, announcer voice sounded kind of more like uh, was it like the My Chemical Romance videos? <laughs> yeah. True tales of the oh, yeah. something Killjoys. I, little uh, deuce, deuce does have a great YouTube channel. He does. Like, yeah, I, amazing music. Hey, all you motor babies. And, <laughs> 
I wasn't on that last week's episode, but I want to answer the question. Yes. My yeah, my yeah. favorite comic book based game. Please, uh, it's boring as hell, but it 99 is. Ninety nine bullets, right? <laughs> <No, it's> Spider Man <laughs> Two. No, it's Arkham. It's Arkham City. It's oh, really it is. City is okay, it's, it's really good. I wish a Spider Man game was the best, but like mm. my favorite Spider Man Two is, is one of the best. No, it, okay, yes, you it you haven't played it in thirteen years. Then, <laughs> yes, I have. I played it three years ago, and the first mission was like deliver the pizza. Of course, like every ten minutes, go. Get this balloon. Yeah, this I love kid lost a balloon. But Black Cat is my waifu. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but in Web of... Okay, so the ulti- the best Spider-Man game to play is Web of Shadows. The best celebration yeah. of Spider-Man... Where Wolverine is like, what color tuxedo was Peter Parker <laughs> wearing in, ep- in issue 132 of Web of Amazing Spider-Man? Now, come on now, Michael. In Amazing <laughs> Spider-Man 132, he probably... Oh, that would be the start of the Clone Saga. He'd be fighting. Well, what was Miles the Web Warren. of Comic? Was the that Web, Web of Spider Man? It was oh, Web okay. of Spider Man. That was as for the more moody mm. Spider Man adventures. Right, right, yes. Uh, uh, that was his third monthly. His fourth <laughs> monthly was Sensational, and then he had his quarterly book, Spider Man Unlimited. Please keep going. Anyway, Shattered Spider uh, Shattered Dimensions is the best like Spider Man history game. I thought we agreed it was Sharded Dimensions. Uh, yeah, Chris Shardled isn't dimensions. here. I don't have to say that. You're right. Uh, but uh, what's your favorite? Uh, comic book uh, so game? my favorite comic book game. It's it's actually really tough to place because you know my main my main genre my, my my big genre is fighting games and of course as we were you know we've been talking a little bit off uh, off mic you know Capcom has a proud history of including <laughs> uh, superhero inspired yeah. uh, you know characters in games so like. It's a it's like a three way tie I'd say between X Men Children of the Atom, mm. uh, the original Marvel superheroes, not Marvel vs. Capcom, but yeah. Marvel superheroes uh, with the, the f- gems, which yes. with the gems, which is an, an enormously ambitious uh, system at the time, which they're now aping again for uh, in, in a different way for for Infinite. Um, so yeah, I would say probably Children of the Atom, the original Marvel superheroes. And then, actually, even though I know Marvel Two is uh, Marvel vs. Capcom Two is the legendary one, Marvel vs. Capcom Three has a very special personal meaning uh, mm. to me uh, of all the versus games because it came. You know, you know, sometimes you have a game that comes along at the right time in your life. You know mm. what I mean? It like helped me get through divorce, helped me get through like a really crappy job that was just grinding me into the ground. It was like a bridge from my my New York life to my California life. So like. Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3 has a really special, yeah. sentimental place in my heart. So I'd say, I would say it's a, yeah, I know it's a cop out, but it's a three way tie between those three. <laughs> I'm more of the uh, Marvel Rise of the Imperfects kind of guy. <laughs> oh, shit! <laughs> Marvel <laughs> Nemesis? Yes. Yeah. Marvel Emesis who, who Rise, Rise of the Imperfect? Imperfect. Who needs actual opponents? Fucking when hell, those characters shit. never did anything when again. But that was pretty some. cool, <laughs> and that you could have Electra stab Daredevil That's in true. the head. That's true. Yeah. You know what's awesome in Remember that those game? Imperfects? Weren't they great? No, nobody uh, does. Nuclon and Zapsip. But that, that, <laughs> that fighting game, like, in uh, guy. separated from its shitty, shitty original characters was pretty good. Yeah, what? it was a fun 3D arena-style oh. brawler, kind of like Power Stone. Sure. With, like, Power, with, like, uh, except with all the likes sucked out of it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I remember, like, going to Edgy like, Power Stone. Nihilistic's headquarters, which... Nihilistic has, like, since changed their name, they also did PlayStation Move Heroes and, like, the Resistance game for PS Vita. That was, like, their last game under the Nihilistic (laughs) banner. 
but and they also did the Conan game. Remember that? Uh-huh. Uh But is that they, the one where you can make a dick, uh, you pick your dick size. Or is that the reason? No, 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 no. Oh, that okay. was the older one that was more like God of War. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. But they they so they did uh, Marvel Nemesis: Rise of the Imperfects, and I went to their studio to preview this. They were also supposed to do Starcraft Ghost. Oh, and that's they, right. they had yeah, a a yeah. model of uh, the main character in their office. Nova. Nova, yeah. yeah. And so I remember like going and like meeting their boss. He was a really nice guy and like seeing this game like, wow, this seems really cool. And then like the game comes out and it's like, this is awful. <laughs> this is one of the worst <laughs> games ever made. But what have actually worked for for uh, EA is if they did uh, Marvel against their other big fighting franchise yes. at the time, Def Jam. If they, yeah. did, if they did an EA versus Marvel, that would have worked. Like but, car from Need for Speed, no, guy from Medal no, of Honor. Just Def Jam. I want. Def I Jam. want Electro versus Bubba Sparks. I want Mendoza Bubba Sparks was my main in that game, yo. Bubba, <laughs> yo, Bubba yeah, 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 Sparks yeah. was my boy in that game. I was game. more of a red man. Def Jam <laughs> Fight for New York is one of the best it fighting is. games it's ever great. made. Don't let anyone tell you yes. different. As a fighting game snob, as a certified fighting game snob, I I endorse that statement. Yes. <laughs> that Thank game you. was godlike. Thank you. Sorry, I I also really enjoy those Def Jam games, but as an Aki fighting as an Aki oh, right. wrestling as an, fan. As, a, as an Aki fan, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Aki it, new mechanics, man. They yeah. know how to make it feel right. The, the last thing I want to say about Rise of the Imperfects is that the great start of the game is how it shows you that Captain America and Hulk and Punisher are dead, and you're not playing as them. <laughs> oh, right. like, yeah. But you can in the PSP version. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. Oh, boy. You know all those characters this you care is... about? Well, too bad. This game's but not about that. Captain Just, America. You know, this is the, the longest rest. that anyone's talked about the rise of the Imperfect. I know, right? Let's <laughs> keep the string going. Yeah. Okay, let's, I'll read the Shit. next person. Yes, okay. thank you, Hank. Itchy Get Sunburn. Back on track. I, I agree with this one, too. Itchy Sunburn said... Marvel Ultimate Alliance, easy. This game single-handedly re-energized my interest in comics as a college student and helped me discover my favorite superhero ever, Thor. One of our frequent quotes is, Can you fly like a god? <laughs> From Thor in Mua 1. <laughs> I, I was a big fan of Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Me too, Alliance. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I played X-Men Legends. Like The first X-Men Legends was such a revelation to me. Yeah, it's it was. not even an awesome game, but I loved it. Just like, oh, you could make a Baldur's Gate starring yeah. the X Men. It was better than any than it had any business being for yeah. sure at and, the time. And then, uh, parse again another um, casualty of Marvel's defaming of the X Men. They, they, yeah. they then transformed the series into all Marvel characters, which fucking ruled in Ultimate Lines. Mm. Ultimate Lines two tried to tell the story of Civil War, and it's all right. It's good. It's a good follow up, but also Raven didn't make it. Yeah, Raven yeah. had moved on to X Men Origins Wolverine, which also is a really good game. Uh, and so instead, I think it was Tra- no, it wasn't Vicarious <laughs> Visions. They did move it to, and for a while it was out of print. But for some sort of deal with Marvel, Activision now is selling it on PS4 oh, at yeah. a stupid markup of like uh, sixty bucks for both uh, of those now. Like, hell yeah! yeah. <laughs> but okay, I'll take the next one. Um, so. Hey buddy, you gotta slow down, uh, slow your car down, and let me in. That's the, uh, maybe the best username ever. Simpson, <laughs> said, a Simpsons quote. Has <laughs> said Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, the game based on the comics by Brian Lee O'Malley, is my fave game of a comic of a movie. Hell yeah! It's mostly off the comics, as the enemies you face are from the comics, not the movie. Just happened to release around the same time. 
The music by a band no one has ever heard of yeah. was fantastic. Oh, wait a minute. Anamanaguchi was a big deal at the time. Anamanaguchi and Paul Robertson. At the time, if fantastic you had, if merging you, of talents. If you went to a PAX yes. ever around that time, you certainly knew who Anamanaguchi yeah. was. I, I, I will challenge that. I, I, I am betting this is a joke because yes, it's yes, the, yes, Anamanaguchi yes. is tied to is. our history. <laughs> yes, yeah. Okay. Anyway. Maybe, maybe it used to be our theme song. So, um... So yeah, the music by a band that no one has ever heard of, Wink Wink, uh, was fantastic. Uh, the fighting was fun as hell, and it was true to the comic. Three years later, you get <laughs> Knives Chow and online multiplayer. Woohoo! Shame you can't get this anymore. True, I, I-, I remember, really like, I-, I I still listen to Another Winter. Mm. The, that, oh, was the, so that was the that was the that was the track yeah, yeah, yeah. from the first level. I still listen to that like once a month. I just put that on for my mood, mm-hmm. my, my mood and brood, you know, yeah. like you know, in the car moment. Like yeah, Super another good. winter is, is is great. It has a great soundtrack overall, and yeah, like one of like a loving ode to like the River City Ransom era of uh, mm-hmm. of beat 'em ups for it's, sure. It's sad it got delisted. I, that's also though what shocked me when they updated. I was like, you're updating a game that I was sure was going to be delisted soon. This is kind of a shock. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, absolutely. By the way, nice chow. Is great in Glow that the same actress? Yes, yes. yes. Is it really? Uh, Wait a cookie. minute. Who what? does she play in Glow? Fortune uh, cookie. Fortune, yes. Oh my god. Get really? Right out of hey, Dave t- Rudin. Get yes. stand up and leave this okay. place. Bye bye. What are you even talking I, about? Yeah, I was super surprised. Like I, I didn't recognize until like a couple episodes. I'm like, I, this actress is familiar. Holy Haven't seen crap. her in a couple of years. Holy crap! It's nice. I didn't show. even notice. That's yeah. amazing. Yes. Oh my god! Now I have to totally rewatch Glow because yeah. you know who doesn't need an, an oh, excuse yes. to rewatch Glow? Yeah, it's great. Uh, Joey Jojo said, Bucky O'Hare for the NES. (laughs) Like a lot of tie-in games, the Bucky game went into development in conjunction with production on the animated series most associate Bucky with, but since the cartoon was incomplete, a lot of the source material from the game is taken from the original comic series created by Larry Hama and Michael Golden. Huh. Mm-hmm. Kids were probably a little disappointed a TV-only character like Bruiser wasn't in it, but it's hard to argue with the final product, a great run-and-gun platformer that obviously borrows a lot from Mega Man. Mm. It's really hard, but a generous continue system means it isn't impossible. Definitely worth tracking down for those who like that style of game and never played it. Long live the funky fresh rabbit! <laughs> may may he may he rest in peace. <laughs> uh, Herpes McDerpus said, "While Spider-Man Two may be remembered the most from the PS2 era, Incredible Hulk: Ultimate yes! Destruction had Super a good. bigger impact on game design, including the likes of Infamous and Saints Row Four. I will never forget running up to the Empire State Building with a, a random <laughs> civilian clutched in my hand and then throwing them into space. You <laughs> jerk." <laughs> I still think Hulk pulled it off best. Movement is the most important part of a superhero game, so it was great to hear the devs talked about how they didn't want a combat. They didn't want combat to slow down movement, and man, did they pull it off! They managed to make, get movement and combat to work together harmoniously in a violent sort of way, and it was so much fun. Plus, it introduced us to Hulk ripping a car in half and using it as boxing gloves, which is now a Hulk classic. So good. And he also surfs on a bus. Yes. It is, that's, When's I, Mark Ruffalo going to do all this? So, <laughs> yeah, I remember when this game came out that in 2003, there was a terrible Hulk game based on the movie, mm-hmm. which, like, you, you would have to spend parts of it as 
as Banner. Yeah, ba- based on the um, Ang Lee. Ang Lee, Ang thank Lee. you. Yeah, yeah and of the so you play as Banner. I actually and, liked it. And, and <laughs> I remember when this. I liked the movie. The game sucked, but uh, but so then when Ultimate Destruction was about to come out, they had to do. I remember reading interviews with them ahead of time of them saying like. Yeah, it's not going to be that game. Like, mm-hmm. you're not going to turn into Banner. It's going to be fun to be the Hulk. That's the point of this game. Sure. It has to be fun to be it's the Hulk. It's going to be about running up buildings, throwing people off buildings, and uh, never stop tanks. moving. I honestly, knowing how tight a grip Marvel has on the interpretation of his characters, I am shocked they let them do some of the stuff. Like, you could say with some plausible deniability, well, Hulk doesn't really kill anybody. You don't see any corpses, but like. He does things like you killed that guy. Hulk killed yeah. that guy. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. bus was moving before I tore it apart. It's <laughs> yeah, clearly yeah, I yeah. killed some people. And those developers went on to make prototype in basically the same yeah. style of yep. Hulk, yep. except M rated. Yep. And then and then oh too bad, Infamous came out around the same time, so no one wanted <laughs> bad to play it. and a Spider Man game. <laughs> yeah. I still think prototype was better. I agree. I remember you did, Michael, a really yeah. good article of comparing the Manhattans of the th- of uh, prototype and Spider-Man Web of Shadow. Oh, and, yeah. uh, and well, I, I think I did a thing on Manhattans in various games. Yeah. It's yes. probably <laughs> been uh, horrible. Uh, probably gotten horrible. Makeover Which has from, the best Guy Fieri yeah. restaurant? I mean, it's not, I, I'm certain. <laughs> All of them. I, I'm certain that uh, article's unreadable now. Yeah, yeah exactly. You know yeah, what I mean. Prototype had the more interesting powers, for sure. Mm-hmm. And I think Prototype had a very interesting approach to storytelling how yeah. like you only found out enough as much about the story as like you expl- like it, it was an interesting way because one of my big problems in open world games is always like well why do I explore for some stupid pigeon collectibles I don't give a shit but like <laughs> in prototype it was like no the more well, you explore the more side things you do the more you yeah. learn about the backstory well, and the more you learn about the game I remember there was like a something awful article where the 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 writer was talking about how he just like kept running up the side of the Empire State Building and then like doing an elbow drop into Times Square uh. like repeatedly and yeah. it's like yes this is how I play prototype also you understand me perfectly <laughs> um, Ravenbaum said the best movie prequel game that nobody played and few remember is Way Forward's Thor God of Thunder on DS which wow. yes that's, deep, that's an excellent that's a deep game cut. Um, the DS was winding down and the big boy console versions of the game were universally shat oh, yeah. upon, mm-hmm. but the DS game is like any other way forward game, the best Super Nintendo game that never was. Yep, that's way forward demo. What's notable about the game, you have all of Thor's powers and moves from the beginning of the game. You're a god, not Samus waiting to unlock abilities. It's like a 2D Platinum Games adventure in the same way that Contra 4 is, also by way forward. You have moves, and it's your job to get better at them as the game goes on. Mm -hmm. To its detriment, it's also like Platinum Games in that they run out of new ideas halfway through and start throwing palette swaps and or two bosses at the same time Mm. later in the game. Way Forward had... uh, Didn't have enough... I will be certain Mm. Way Forward didn't have enough budget, and they had a very tight deadline, so... I forgive that stuff, especially because, like... Boy, I remember going to multiple events of, like, Sega showing off their games of, like... Because they spent so much money on the first MCU movie game license. But they spent it on the license and had no money for development. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Way Forward's portable versions of their games were the only good ones. Well, I won't say that. Next Level did an... 
did a passable Captain America game. Yeah. Which Yes, that was pretty good. That yeah. was like Arkham Asylum Light. It was I, I really enjoyed Arkham it. Arkham Asylum with like probably a third of the budget. Set in the forties in mm-hmm. a Nazi yeah. castle. Yeah. It was it was good. It Excellent was good. games can do no wrong except for Metroid. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> also, if I was Thor and I could do anything, I would do two bosses at the same time. Uh, oh, yeah. All right, I'm reading this one. <laughs> DC12 says, "Let's say Duckman: The Graphic Adventures of a <laughs> Private Dick," which features more adventures of the neurotic investigator. A shame that Jason Alexander probably refused to voice the character, but it's rather hilarious, and you could pretend it's based on the comic book. I would like to see this title on good old games or steam as talking simpsons will cover more episodes in the future is this ah. an actual thing it was indeed but not released in america uh duckman was a awesome uh, 90s cartoon on usa right uh, made by Klasky chupa star jason alexander is the lead guy was it, was very it only s- released in hungary or something so they were working on a graphic adventure for chupa's uh, native country <laughs> they were working yeah. on the graphic adventure for years but by the time they finished with it the show was over in America, and I think they just couldn't get a publisher in America for the PC game, and they had to get you... Back then, you had to put a PC game in a box and to sell to it. They had to be a big box. Right, right. box. But they were able to release it in Europe, so there is an official... The official mm-hmm. version of it exists, and he's right that Jason Alexander did not do it, but every other voice from the show, and that includes guest Tim Curry, does do the wow. voice. Their Even Cornfed? Oh, cool. Even Cornfed. All of them, wow. they do their voices, and... It is like playing, and the funniest thing about it is that it is it is a classic LucasArts adventure type game. But if Rip. you if you click on something to use an item, Duckman won't just say like I can't use that. He'll have a funny joke mm. of just yeah. like um, I'm as useless as a what, look. I can't do a Duckman joke. But what are you looking at? You you can emulate it easily, or you can just watch a full playthrough on YouTube mm. and hear all the jokes. It's fun. It's fun. Yeah. New question of the week. Uh, what's a portable exclusive that you'd love to play on consoles? I guess for me, it's Dragon Quest V, which is not mm. a portable exclusive. But only came out on DS in America. If you want to play it in English, it's a portable exclusive. I feel like every 3DS game I've been playing lately, or that I've had the opportunity to play lately, I feel like I'd rather be playing this on a big screen. It's really hard for me to turn on my DS again. It is. 3DS again. In a portable system. Really, anything that isn't my PS4 or my PC these days uh, Uh, is hard to turn on. Sure. yeah, I, I'd love to be able to play that or any of the Fire Emblem <laughs> games, really, mm, on, mm, on a TV. Yeah. Uh, Golden, Golden Sun, right? Yeah. I'll do that sure, too. fuck. Golden yeah. Sun, why not? <laughs> hey, you didn't buy Golden Sun the last one when it came out on I DS. I did. So. Oh, you did? I okay. bought all, all the right. Golden Suns. I just have right. every Golden Sun. played them since 2000-whatever. Uh, it bothers me. People, for the longest time, said, we need a third Golden Sun. You had a cliffhanger. And then when they finally put it out, nobody bought it. Nobody did. My pick is, uh, you know, Fire Emblem actually is a really good one. I think Fire Emblem Awakening should be on. Mm the switch but my pick would be rusty sluggers real really? baseball huh, yeah. really i i i was just thinking about it this week because i was I, I did a list on my Twitter. I did some tweets of like, hey, if you just bought a new th- 2DS XL, here are some games to get. And 
I then said, and Rusty Slugger, nobody touched it. I felt like <laughs> nobody I knew played it. It was Nintendo's attempt at a free-to-play uh. type game. But that was mainly about begging, uh, like a, a sad dog begs you to buy games, <laughs> yeah. and he's just like, "Look, just it's a dollar. Come on, it's just a dollar. My <laughs> wife left me, please." <laughs> and so you have that story. It, it's two gameplays. It is the gameplay of haggling with a very sad man, and then playing a bunch of mini games inspired by baseball training. You never play baseball in the game. You play baseball practice, but all the baseball practice is like WarioWare. They're WarioWare games, but with baseball practice. And it's way, it is so much fun. It's rhythm based, uh, game, uh, mini games. And the unlocking of more of them is, is so much fun. And, no, I feel like nobody played it. Nobody played it. It came out in 2014. Yeah. yeah 2014. And uh, if they put it on the Switch, maybe people would give it another shot. Uh, this has technically come out on consoles, but when it did, it was not done well. So I feel like it should happen again. Uh, Lou Mines. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Luminous. We're down to the Lou Mines. Yes. Uh, there was an Xbox 360 version. Yeah, but yeah. the Xbox Live Arcade version, it was one of those. It was like, it was. I think it was pre-Braid. It was like early Xbox Live Arcade. Yeah. And you didn't it, like the Xbox 360 version? No, because it, it came out, and then there was like, oh, you can buy like four different DLC packs. Oh, yeah, that's right. They gated all that stuff that you like, could unlock I, on the PSP I, version. I, I, and I, the, the whole thing with Luminous is like you eventually unlock all these different skins, which come with different yeah. like styles of music. Which I love Luminous. Like, when you oh. buy DLC, you don't know what that consists of, and yeah, you don't know right. how it's going to sound, and it's usually indie stuff that you wouldn't have heard before anyway. So, like... Yeah, just a modern version of Luminous because, like, I think the last one was like at the Vita, on the Vita, on the Vita at, launch. Yeah, the yeah. Vita launch. So it's been quite and a while. That was pretty good. Wow, and yeah. I love, I love, like, Luminous is up there with like Tetris. To, to me, as, like, it's like my fate. It's my one of my favorite puzzle series, and like, it never gets its its. Yeah, uh, I agree. To me, it's supplanted Tetris in my in my in my yes. opinion. Yeah, to me, oh it's yeah, like I mean, yeah. I, I I've probably mentioned on the show before, but like the original Luminous was what like inspired me to become a game journalist like oh, i wow, was cool. i had a really? i had a shitty wow. office job where my one source of happiness every day was that i would uh, during my lunch break i would take my sandwich and go to my car sit in my car and play luminous and eat my sandwich and then go back to my desk and fucking dread the rest of my day and it got to a point where it's like what's the one thing that i look forward to every day that's awesome playing luminous I need to like double down on actually like like pursuing games as a living. So like, and you managed to of... luck in a game pro of all places. Yeah, and, yeah, it's pretty neat. Hey, not lucky. And Dave works hard for. Yeah, you. yeah. Well, no, I don't. Want I to had the high score that. in Luminous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, My, mine is. Uh, I have a less interesting story than than that for sure. Mine is interesting, I guess, because it it, it showcases how kind of dumb I am. So, um, <laughs> so. Has Been Heroes was a game that when they when Nintendo showed it on their like their Nindy mm-hmm. Direct, um, immediately made me go like whoa like this looks like it's right up my alley. It's kind of fast paced, lane based uh, action puzzle stuff, but with like kind of an RPG overlay, roguelike elements. I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, this is like everything I want. Um, but then like I just couldn't afford a Switch of my own for the longest time, um, and so I recently last week I got a Switch finally. But the funny thing about that is that I also, in the same week as I bought the Switch, found out that just a couple of weeks after its Switch release, 
Has Been Heroes came out on PS4. So for the longest time, I was like, oh man, why is this only on a portable? Why is this only on the Switch? And then uh, and then I was like, oh shit, I could have been playing this game for like the last six months. But oh well. So now I'm actually, it's funny because I'm going back and forth between playing it on my PS4 obsessively. And then when I'm not by a PS4, I'm playing it on my Switch. Wow. <laughs> yeah. You know, actually, I'm changing my uh, vote to uh, Pursuit Force because there oh, should wow. be wow. more games yeah, about jumping between man. cars. That was like the precursor to Just Cause, right? Kind uh, of? Sort well, of. I mean the same sort of mechanic. Well, I guess there yeah. should be more games about jumping between oh, cars Pursuit than Force was yeah. Just Cause and um, Sleeping Dogs yeah. and The Wheelman. Yeah. That should be a mechanic in all <laughs> car crime uh, games. Ah, The Wheelman. Good times. Yep, yep. Also, so... What's a portable exclusive that you wish you could play on a console? Let us know. Go to lasertimepodcast.com slash forums, first person, to ask the question and answer it. Uh, posting first in that thread gets read first on next week's show. Alternately, you can go to the comments under episode 225 on com, and you can also answer in the Lasertime Facebook community. Uh, which you'll have to go and join, won't yes. you? Um, and if you do, if you do that, by the way, like put my name in it so I'll find it on uh, Facebook because there you go. it is like the Laser Time Facebook community. There are enough posts where it sometimes gets buried. So I don't know. Let me know about it. Yeah. Join us. <laughs> yes. One of us. <laughs> so One let's go out with us. some plugs, Vince. What are you working on lately? Uh, so it's funny because like now because I do so much uh, consulting work, a lot of what I'm working on is top secret, and I can't share it or plug it with anybody. So, but you're but, still doing your streams, right? I am still doing my streams. That's correct. Uh, so I stream on Twitch at Vincognito. Um, that's Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, and uh, that's V I N C O G. N E A T O, right? It's like a triple play on words Neato. with my last name. Yeah, Man, that's a hat on a hat on a hat. So, so yeah. So I, <laughs> so I do that, and I am currently still working on a Patreon. I was gonna bring it out a couple weeks ago, but also, as I've mentioned before, I'm in the middle of moving, so I didn't want to like launch a Patreon in the middle of moving, then not be able to create content for people who paid money. So hopefully, once I'm done moving, uh, and I've got I've got settled in, it, you know, by like late August, early September. Look for me to launch my Patreon then. And you can follow me on Twitter. Again, V I, uh, you know, same thing, Vincognito, V I N C O G N E A T O on Twitter to see any updates about that and my daily rantings about the Vidja games. And speaking of Patreon, you can uh, go to patreon.com slash talking Simpsons and support my work there. Michael, are you making a face? What? No, I'm just grinning. <laughs> okay, yes, yeah. So you can uh, support my uh, work there. I do this full-time, and I quit my crappy job because I love talking about The Simpsons and going over every episode of The Simpsons from the beginning. But it's not just that, because we are also doing every episode of The Critic. Yes! And Michael is part of that, along with Diana Goodman of Hachi. 302010 Woo! fame. Yes, Hachi Machi indeed. <laughs> and just $5 a month will get you access to that. We had a really good July. Into August, but we, you know, we want to keep it going up. But we went, we were at a good point in June, went up in July. If we keep going up uh, in in August, we will hit that third or second uh, tier on that that we really have to hit. And uh, you can also hear me on many other Laser Time podcasts. This week, I was on Bonus Time and the yeah. Bonus of Thirty Twenty Ten. Uh, actually, that's a future episode. Oh, I mean, I wasn't on that Thirty Twenty Ten. Uh, the show that goes back 10, 20, and 30 years this very week, every week. 
uh, featuring two thirds of the Raparez family: Diana Goodman and Steve yep. the Dog. That's true. Uh, and there's also uh, Laser Time, the Mothership. We have uh, uh, our re- most recent episode is about uh, theme park attractions that have been decommissioned, particularly. Particularly the uh, Universal Studios and Disney uh, attractions that have been uh, retired. What about the submarine ride at Disneyland? Uh, I don't think we talk about that. And the one where they shrink uh, you down tiny? Is, is there a special guest on those that yeah. has a fun video that's been ripped to YouTube? Probably that's, not. That's the key. All right. And there's also uh, Patreon or Laser Times Patreon, patreon.com slash laser time, where we. Uh, as Henry mentioned before, uh, both Hank and Bob were on recently talking about uh, MST3K Live and the mm-hmm. new Rick and Morty episode. Uh, and we also do uh, two commentaries per month, live commentaries per month on movies. And uh, uh, giving you a heads up, one of the movies for August will be Shin Godzilla with a special guest Ooh. who knows about Godzilla. So, uh, Japanese for, for true Godzilla. Yes. Uh, as always, you can follow this show on Twitter at VG Apocalypse or me personally at Wikiparas. That's AZ, not easy. Easy as a bot. Uh, you should follow us both. Um, but uh, thank you, everyone else, for doing the heavy lifting on this plug segment. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week. There you go. Bye. Bye. Here, talk. Squeak. Hello, this is Henry. One, two, three, four, five. You know, I really think that time travel is fun. You're wrong. You're <laughs> fucking wrong. <laughs> time travel's the fucking worst. Dave, how do you sound? Here I am on the Chris mic. I'm Italian. <laughs> I like pizza. I'm Italian. I'm a hairy dude. Uh, <laughs> bibbidi bobbidi. Thank you, the bobbidi boobity. me, I'm Chris Antista. <laughs> On a mic. <laughs> oh yeah, did you guys see that the uh, spicy microphone? Uh, Thank you for the secret sound. I'm on a cruise ship right now. <laughs> that, in Gabagool. 